The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Is it hot enough for you? <laughs> yeah. So now we're going to hear... We're going to all about global warming. Oh, you know, it just, it, it just gets to you, you know? We're going to hear that. See me in December when it's 20 degrees out. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, nine till noon, right here, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And as the man said, I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us here on the program. We, gee, we have nothing to talk about today. Another unusual Saturday where we have nothing to talk about. We'll, uh, we'll get into Joe Yakovich coming in at 11 o'clock today and he'll straighten out our finances. He's going to talk about annuities and some other things. So, uh, that we'll look forward to at 11 o'clock. And also Joe and his, um, travels where he goes around the people and says, have you, you heard of me? I'm on the radio. <laughs> Oh, he ran into Tom last week and he went right up to the, because uh, Tom's a doorman, and he went right up to him and said, I'm Joe Yakovich. <laughs> oh, who is that man on the bicycle? He'll be coming in at 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, last week, we got into it with um, a caller, or not a caller, an email that I got from, uh, and he spells his name Petter, P-E-T-T-E-R. And he criticized me because I didn't pronounce his name right. Well, he explained it to me. And he told me I can't spell. Wait to hear this, all right? His real, his name is pronounced Pita. Remember that Betty Davis movie where she said Pita, Pita, Pita? Well, that's it, Pita. <laughs> Well, he sent me another email, and I thought I would start the show off with a real showstopper. He says, Biden is a life safer. Now, he criticized me for my spelling, but he said, life safer, but it's saver. Okay? Okay, Pita? (laughs) Biden is a life safer, and people like you just want people to be poor and eat maggots, laced bank food bank. That's what he said. I think you need to speak to Maxine Waters, Elizabeth Warren, Al Sharpton, Rachel Maddow, Pete Buttigieg, Hillary Clinton to get a dose of reality. That's not a dose of reality. That's that's a dose of, I don't know what, but it's certainly not reality. Boy, what a lineup of people he mentioned. You are a doofus. Because you don't seem life. Who lowered taxes? Trump. Who freed us from slaves? Lincoln. That's me saying that. Who gave us a new holiday? Yes, Biden gave us Juneteenth. Who rose the economy? Not Biden. Who is trying to give students a break? Biden, illegally. Who cured COVID? Not Biden. And then he, in capitals, he puts Biden. <laughs> Then he says, you must like smelling farts. (laughs) However, I will be nice to you. Be well, doofus. 
My name is Pita. Sounds like Pita. You can't read, but I am being nice. And that is our... That is our... Oh, can you imagine? And he really wrote that. And he's serious. I mean, who cured COVID? Trump. Trump got the vaccine pushed. Oh, it just... It just goes to show you there's one in every crowd. And obviously, PETA is one of them. So there I was last Sunday. I was on the beach for a little bit in Brigantine. And all of a sudden, I I hear this buzz. People saying, hey, let's go on the beach and get in line. And what they were doing is they were forming a line on the beach. And I got in it and I was towards the end. And I was up around 7th Street North, which is the north end. And I guess the line was about, oh, I would say four, five, six blocks long. And I got in it. And it was sort of a a protest against the offshore wind turbines. They had a gentleman who was like at the Olympics where they carry the torch. Well, he was carrying a torch and he was carrying a sign no, save the beach, no wind turbines, etc. So as he runs by us, uh, a drone comes over and we all waved and said, you know, stop the wind turbines. And I was in that and I, I, I thought, is this going to do any good? Because... Unfortunately, I had been reading some articles last week, and the situation this week, I mean, I'll get to it in a minute, but it's like like that old saying, all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Well, all of the protests and all of the uh, efforts to stop this thing, will it do any good? And wait till you hear what I'm about to tell you. That rat of a governor, and he is a rat, Phil Murphy, signed a bill Thursday, this past Thursday, to give a tax break to Danish offshore wind developer Orsted for the first of two energy projects off the Jersey Shore. The governor said the financial aid was necessary to ensure that offshore wind projects and the jobs they create in New Jersey rather than competing states. (laughs) Boy, what a spin he put on this. Of course, while he was doing that, another offshore company was demanding the same tax breaks. And I'll I'll tell, tell you more about that later. But the bill allows Orsted to keep federal tax credits that otherwise would have been required to pass pass along to New Jersey utility ratepayers. That's us, you and me. So it's instead, it was to go to us, but it's going to go to them. Lawmakers said the aid is necessary to help Orsted deal with inflation, like they're not going to make enough money. And the lingering effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. We still talking about that? 
The bill signing comes a day after Orsted's Ocean One Wind Project received clearance from the U.S. Bureau of Ocean Energy Management to begin construction on a wind farm 13 to 15 miles off the coast of Atlantic City and Ocean City. Orsted said it expects to have approvals in hand by the second quarter of 2024. How about that? Delivering on the promise of good-paying jobs, local investment, clean energy, said David Hardy, the CEO for the Americas. (laughs) It aims to provide electricity for 500,000 homes. 100 turbines? I thought it was more than that. Whatever it is. As I said, all of the protests and all of the meetings are falling on deaf ears. Don't they see what this is doing to our Jersey Shore? They don't need our approval. They already have it done. We could be, I mean, take a good look at the ocean today if you go on the beach. It may be the last summer that you see a clean beach. I, I just I just don't believe this. And, and according to this, uh, construction is, is going to start this fall. So what have the protests done? What do we have to do? Do we have to go there? And, and somehow destroy these wind farms as they're being constructed? I mean, that's not realistic. These things are gigantic. And you need all kinds of equipment. But, I mean, that's what you think about. They are going to do it anyway. And no matter what you and I say, or no matter what we protest, or no matter what politicians get involved, it seems like they're determined to make it happen. And this thing about, and I know Seth will comment on this, provide electricity for 500,000 homes. Uh, Okay, if that's the case, fine. But we haven't seen any proof, have we? So it's just, it's, it's it's really a downer, and I hate to start the show off with a downer, but We'll see where this goes, and we'll certainly bring in Seth Grossman here because I know he's chomping at the bit to talk about this. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity, he is uh, is on with us this morning. Good morning, Seth. Welcome to the program. Good morning, and of course, everything we're talking about now is posted at libertyandprosperity.com. So if you like what I'm talking about, please go to libertyandprosperity.com and look for the post, and if you like them, don't keep them to yourself. Uh, hit the share button, the Facebook icon or the Twitter icon, uh, so your friends get to see it. And if you like what we're doing also, this stuff costs money. Like, like we're having our business meeting uh, this Saturday morning from 930 to 10.30, the second Saturday of the month, where we have to write checks to people like the, uh, the John DeMassey program you know, to get <laughs> on the air. So if you like what we're doing, please... Um, you know, either pay online or send a check to us at our Summers Point office. But uh, the the, uh, the propaganda is amazing in today's press of Atlantic City. Uh, for those who see it online and for those who will get the paper mailed to them later this afternoon, 
uh, there's a, quote, news story that says we have more mosquitoes in New Jersey this summer because of global warming uh, caused by, uh, you know, not enough green energy. So, so the, the propaganda is relentless. That's what we're up against, and that's why it's so important for us to get the truth out. And, and you, you talked to me last week about um, that one of your listeners doubted the fact, uh, you know, when I said that, that wind turbines don't produce energy. And again, the key is useful energy, useful electricity. And I think I, I thought of a better analogy. You know, for hundreds of years, people, uh, scientists, the best scientific minds in the world, tried to get electricity from lightning because lightning produces lots of electricity. And Benjamin Franklin discovered that 300 years ago. But you can't use lightning for electricity for two basic reasons. Uh, you don't know when it's coming. It's very unpredictable. And then you have either too much. It'll just burn every wire you have in your circuit if you uh, hook up lightning to um, uh, a power grid. Um, and, and then it goes away and you have nothing and it can't be stored. Well, the same dynamics you have trying to get electricity from lightning also applied to wind and also applied to solar. And, and a, a, again, without getting into the complicating factor, you said, oh, the, the wind turbines uh, could power 500,000 homes. I think that was the, uh, the term you used? Yes. Well, well yeah, they power 500,000 homes if the wind is blowing at 25 miles an hour. Now, what happens if the wind drops down to just 12 miles an hour? You would think, oh, it's only going to power 250,000 homes. But the way electricity is produced from wind, it's exponential, uh, which means that uh, it will only produce one-eighth of, of the 500,000 homes. Only uh, about, uh, I, I forget what it would come up, but like 62,000 homes. So, so it's so unreliable, it's so unpredictable, it's, not, uh, it's just not practical, and that's why in Europe... They're turning away from this. Now, of course, the, you, you were saying, well, what good does the protest do? Um, well, the protest is only good at raising public awareness of the truth. The only thing that's going to change this uh, is if some of the, um, the, the people who voted for the, this billion-dollar uh, giveaway from the customers, Atlantic uh, Electric customers and, and other customers in New Jersey to Orsted – uh, or the uh, the legislators who voted for it. And it only passed in the state Senate by one vote, only passed in the Assembly by about seven votes. All of the Republicans voted against it. All the Democrats voted for it, uh, except for one in Monmouth County. So the only way it's going to change is if this anger and awareness translates into votes this November, because if five or six of these legislators get knocked out of office... Uh, this November, then they're going to stop this project in its track, tracks. So that's what we have to do. We have to have the discipline and liberty and prosperity. We have the postcards that um, people who are Republicans, Democrats, they look at the liberty and prosperity postcard. We have all the talking points as to why wind turbines are a bad idea. Uh, we, we have the, the, the sources so you can, if you don't believe what we're saying, you, you just go to our website and look at the sources and you'll see the details, we've got to get those into the hands of as many people as we can. Now, normally a group like Liberty and Prosperity uh, couldn't even hope to, to reach people around New Jersey 
with these postcards. We couldn't afford the postage. But if people cooperate with us and, and distribute these cards at restaurants, at, uh, on the beach, on the boardwalk, we have half of New Jersey is at the Jersey Shore for the summer. Yeah. So we don't have to mail the postcards to the people. We could just give them to them on the boardwalk at the shops, at the restaurants. So please, if you could help us in any way, get those postcards out. Please contact us through libertyandprosperity.com. So you're saying don't give up the fight. Keep it going. Absolutely. Because, uh, again, these demonstrations, we don't expect that Governor Murphy is going to uh, read in the paper. Oh, you had uh, 100 people on the beach in Brigantine protesting. Oh, I'm, I feel terrible about this. I'm going to change my mind and undo it. No, that's not going to happen. But what could happen is if the 100 people in Brigantine get these postcards to their friends who are visiting from Bergen County, from Sussex County, from Middlesex County, and say, listen, you got to help us out. This is not only is it bad for the shore, but it's going to triple your electric bills. Uh, you're going to have massive blackouts. This is why the electric company is handing out those smart meters so they could cut off your power at any time uh, when the wind dies down. And, and so they could also control you. So if they tell you, don't charge up your electric car till Wednesday and you charge it up on Tuesday, they're going to know about it and they're going to punish you and they're going to cut off your power. So all these things we've got to make people aware about. Um, and, and the only way to channel your anger is to vote um, for the Republicans, for every Republican coming up in, in the election, no matter where you live. Now, now, this is a bitter pill to swallow because uh, on every other issue, uh, some of the Republicans have, have been awful. Uh, Governor Murphy just had a $54 billion budget with all sorts of dirty things in that budget. And yet we had uh, our local Republicans voted for that. Uh, Senator Vince Palestina, uh, Assembly people Mike Teresi, Claire Swift, Don Guardian, Beth Sawyer, Brandon Umba, Sean Kane. These Republicans voted for this disgusting Murphy budget. But uh, if we're going to have discipline and stop the wind turbine project we've got to hold our nose uh vote for all republicans anyway and then deal with uh you know republicans who betray what they get elected for uh at the next election but not this one so it's it's going to be difficult but it takes discipline uh, I, I also yeah what else is going on well the whole the whole idea of this 54.3 billion dollar budget uh it a lot of that money is going for what's called a a, a tax prop, real estate property tax break for seniors. And when you think about it, it, it is absolutely counterproductive and disgusting. The whole point of, uh, of liberty uh, is that you, know, you have taxation with representation. Uh, but, but people who vote should also have to pay for the taxes they vote for. It should be everybody pays equally. If you have tax breaks for one group, so they could vote for as much spending as they want, and they don't have to worry about higher taxes because someone else is going to pay for it. A, you have corruption, and B, it doesn't work. Because if you're a senior citizen homeowner and you're saying, oh, boy, I'm, I'm getting this great tax uh, break. I'm not paying any, you know, any tax hikes. But guess what? The, shop, the, the supermarket where you buy your stuff, they're paying the higher taxes. The doctor that you go to get treated at, they're paying higher taxes. Uh, your local taxes 
that, that uh, you know, your government and your schools, they're paying uh, for, for this extra cost. So, so everybody pays extra indirectly. The, the restaurants charge extra money. Your, your uh, clothing store charges extra money. So you go, so people go down to Florida and they say, gee, you know, Florida has a sales tax on clothes, but I'm paying 25% less than I paid in New Jersey. Why is that? Well, guess what? Because uh, here we, we um, hide the tax increases by thinking someone else is going to pay for it, but we all pay for it in the end. So uh, we, we have that thought with us. Uh, another topic I'd like to talk about, um, and I don't know if there was much conversation. Well, actually, this just happened on July 4th. But there was a mass shooting in Philadelphia. Yes, I and saw it. I don't it. know if you, yeah, I saw if you followed that. Yeah, I did. But there, yeah. but there, but there's so many issues here. The first thing you'll notice uh, if you saw the article, you know, any news article, unless you watched local TV, like Action News on Six or uh, the the, uh, the NBC News, uh, you didn't know what the race of the shooter was, and you didn't know what the race of the victims were either. Uh, because it was not reported anywhere except on local Philadelphia TV and uh, the New York Post in New York. But none of the national media covered the race uh, of the uh, victims, the race of the shooter, uh, and uh, they don't show the, uh, the photos either. So you would have no way of knowing. And, and why is this important? Well, first of all, it, it's that propaganda that whenever a, a young black man is killed, by a police officer, no matter what the circumstances, or by uh, someone who's white. It's national headline news, there are demonstrations. When you had George Floyd, you had students in Ocean City having marches, students in Atlantic City having marches, uh, Mayor Marty Small making speeches in Atlantic City, every black politician saying how awful it was. But when you have uh, you know, dozens and dozens of young black men are, are killed, by other black people, it's not in the news. People are not aware of it, and so no, no one wants action to be taken. The other thing about this uh, shooting in Philadelphia is it, it wasn't the police who stopped the shooting. It was armed citizens who cornered the suspect after there had been only seven people had been shot, five killed, two wounded. But uh, this killer was prepared to keep on killing dozens of people, uh, but he was stopped by citizens before the uh, the police got there. And the other significant thing is uh, is that uh, all these guns that the killer had were, were done illegally. He got them illegally. So even if you had the strictest gun control laws anywhere, and Philadelphia does have strict laws, none of these uh, guns that the killer had were registered. But, but there's another uh, story, and I don't know if you've seen this angle of the shooting. Who was this black shooter targeting? All seven of the victims of this black 40-year-old shooter were young black men. And uh, it so happens that the shooter, a guy called Kim Carricker, he had been a big supporter of Black Lives Matter. He had a website, uh, not a website, a Facebook page, where he was totally in favor of Black Lives Matter. So what would make him freak out and snap and go on a shooting spree, a premeditated shooting spree, where he only targets young black men. And uh, and I don't know if you thought about that or any of your listeners thought about it, 
But the first thing that immediately came to my mind is that 1974 movie, Death Wish, with Charles Branson. I don't know if you remember that movie. Yes, I do. Uh, uh, but but it's almost as if uh, he was this killer was following that script. He was a 40 year old black man. He had some issues. Uh, he would go out dressed as a woman many times. Uh, everyone who knew him said he was a gentle person, a harmless person, a nice person. Yes, he was a little bit weird, but uh, but so what? He never bothered anyway. And, and they actually asked his grandmother, uh, "How could your grandson, uh, a uh, you know a proponent, a, a gentleman, a proponent of Black Lives Matter, what would make him suddenly go out on a shooting spree where he's targeting young black men?" And the grandmother's uh, answer, and I'm quoting her, is, "Well, that's a question that all black people should be asking." So. Uh, but again, this is an important question that we should be trying to, to figure out, but people won't even know whether to ask the question if the news media doesn't tell you that the shooter was a, was a 40-year-old black man and that his victim, uh, he targeted young black men. So, so who knows what had happened? Had he been harassed? Had, had certain rotten things happened to him and he was acting out as a one-man vigilante? Uh, we'll never know if we don't start asking those questions, and we can't ask the questions if we don't know the facts. You know, I, I saw a report this morning on the news, and, you know, Philadelphia spends millions of dollars on anti-violence programs. And here we go again, a, a shooting, and you wonder, you know, when are they going to stop this thing? I mean, they had they were having a vigil that they were showing these victims or the families of victims having a, a, a sort of a weekend where they got together and they prayed and all that stuff. And you, you see that all the time after shootings, but that doesn't stop the shootings. So I'm wondering, you know, what will stop the shootings and why do we keep spending money on anti-violence programs? I, I just don't understand it. What's your thoughts on that? And, 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 and the mystery is when it was a, uh, a, a shooting of five black people by a uh, white teenager in, uh, in South Carolina in 2015, I guess it was. And you had uh, the whole national uh, story was well, what motivated this, this, this young white man? It must have been racism. Did he ever look at a Confederate flag? And we had this whole national uh, search for the motive. But here you have the same thing happening, but because it's a 40-year-old black man who was dedicated to Black Lives Matter and something makes him snap so he goes on a shooting spree, premeditated, he had armor, he prepared, this is all uh, planned, and he targets young black men. Uh, so, so shouldn't we be asking that question? And the answer is it's all swept under the rug where as far as the media is concerned, they don't even want you to know the race of the killer or the race of the victims, so we never ask that question. So I think we should be doing that. And I guess the, the final story that, that uh, I think is interesting, if you follow the national news media, uh, Donald Trump is the, uh, the, you know, the undisputed uh, you know, winner of the Republican primary. The DeSantis campaign has collapsed, and it's all over on the Republican side. Except I thought it was interesting when I went to Fourth of July parties, and I don't know what your observation was, uh, 
and, and I was in Beach Haven West, and I was in uh, uh, 17th Street, where you have the docks in Ocean City, and where you used to see wall-to-wall Trump signs. Uh, I didn't see any Trump signs. And I noticed that uh, in our own Liberty and Prosperity meeting, um, you know, I, I'd, half the time I'd be afraid to walk into the meeting because they'd yell at me for saying something <laughs> negative about Trump on the John DeMassey show. And, 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 and last week, uh, we re- really had a cordial, uh, open discussion on the pros and cons of the candidates. So I'm wondering if the what you were seeing in the national news media uh, matches up to what is, uh, is, is really happening. It's, uh, and, it's, and, it's still too early, though. Still, uh, still too early. <laughs> And, and and the real issue, and I I got it to a very heated argument with a with a close friend who I still hope is still my close friend <laughs> about Trump, and and I was just thinking, uh, what where the big difference is I think between the DeSantis people and the Trump people, and, and I think the issue is a lot, it's a lot bigger than both Trump and DeSantis, uh, because the the Trump people say you know Trump did such a much better job than Obama, he did a better job than Biden. You know, so that's why we have to bring Trump back. But if you look at the big picture, if we want to make America great again, what caused America to go bad? And we all agree that the starting point is in the 1960s when Lyndon Johnson started that great society. And he had all the welfare program, the massive uh, immigration reform. Uh, They even uh, made it uh, so George Washington's birthday wasn't a holiday anymore. Uh, so you had eight years of, of, of Democrats, well, actually four years with Lyndon Johnson. Then you have the Republicans come back. The Republicans do a better job than the Democrats, but they never roll back all the damage that was done by the Democrats. And then the Democrats come back in again, and they're building on what was done before the Republicans came in. So year after year, you have this pattern of Democrats doing damage. Republicans come in, and they do less damage. But they never undo the damage of the Democrats that were there before. And I think that was that's the frustration of a lot of Republicans with Trump. Trump said he was going to drain the swamp. And yes, he did a better job on immigration, did a better job on energy and so on than Obama had did had done. But he didn't roll back what Obama had done. So then when Biden comes in, he just sweeps away the, the four years of Trump and just picks up where Obama left off. So I think that's the frustration. Yes. Uh, the yes. fact that it's not enough for a Republican to do better than a Democrat. What we need are Republicans who actually roll back what the Democrats did. Um, otherwise, we can't make America great again if you just leave 90 percent of what the Democrats did in place, uh, because uh, eventually you'll leave and the Democrats just pick up where they go on. So hopefully uh, I'll get a friend back from that argument, but uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. So I'm going to libertyandprosperity.com, meet every Saturday morning, 930 to 1030 at, uh, at Sal's uh, uh, Breakfast Cafe in Summers Point. Seth, thank you very much. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity, the website libertyandprosperity.com. And, of course, he is here every Saturday on our show. It is Talk With a Purpose, and I'm John DeMassey. Every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We will come back and start the phone calls with John and Bob and maybe you at 609-407-1450. 
Coming back after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial services llc is not an affiliated company and we are back here on talk with a purpose 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio and we'll get started here today on the show john in ocean city john good morning welcome to talk with a purpose yeah good morning to hot and beautiful hazy uh sunny uh july whatever july i forget what day it's july 8th day on in 2020, uh, 2023, I'm, I'm already talking like Biden. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I it's... want to bring up uh, a, a mass, the massive riots that have been going on in Paris, France. It was on June 27th, so it ain't exactly uh, ancient history. It's all uh, regarding a, 20, a 17-year-old delivery driver named Nahal Merzouk, who was driving through the streets of Paris in his Mercedes-Benz, exceeding the speed of limit that the... the, the, the um, he was driving past the uh, speed limit, and actually, he almost ran down a pedestrian. He was cutting off cars, and uh, he was running a red light. So, you know, you just you have to do something about this guy. You know, he he had Polish license plate, so he didn't have Moroccan license plate. He's a he's an Arab Muslim of Moroccan descent. But they're trying to say it was because uh, he he was picked on because he was an Arab Muslim. No, he was he he was he was he was driving like a crazy person, and it was too. Uh, patrol cops, motorcycle patrol cops that ended up shooting him. But uh, they're saying that this might be due to ratcheted up events going on in Paris right now or over in France. Now, just recently in a, a play park in the outskirts of Paris, a Syrian refugee went on a rampage, stabbing 10 prepubescent kids, four of whom were little babies in baby carriages. It didn't say who, they were critically injured and, and some of them were murdered. It doesn't say the number, but it does say that the, they were seriously injured at least. So that's what's going on over in France. Now, Now this is a little excerpt about the socialism. Under the heading, did the French Revolution need the so- socialism? I just want to read a small excerpt of it. I wish to read part of it. Okay. Um, socialism has its origins in the history of the French Revolution, the Age of Enlightenment specifically, the 1789 French Revolution and all the changes that it brought about. Now, now France is not technically a socialist country, but it did. But socialism was birthed there. The Age of Enlightenment birthed socialism there in France. Now, my my question is of uh, of that Catholic monarchy had not been ever turned, ever to- toppled over. Of King Louis XVI's reign had not been toppled over, and it was still a French monarch- monarchical system ruling there. 
this madness would not be going on. And another thing, uh, the communists in France are actually backing the rioters. So really, my question to the socialists, to the progressive socialists and communists is, if you burn everything to ash, what will you replace it with? Nothing. Thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. As always, we get a good history lesson from John. (laughs) 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. We'll talk to Bob after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you. Got a couple of open lines going, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. We will get back to more of the show in just a moment. But first, you know what we talk about here. We talk about B.F. Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And I do mean anywhere. You know, I had a couple of peaches this week from B.F. Mazio, a couple of plums, And, of course, watermelon, which is one of my favorites. But it is just so juicy and delicious. And I've done the test. That's my own unofficial test where I test the produce and fruits from the supermarket as opposed to B.F. Mazio. And invariably, B.F. Mazio wins, hands down. So you check it out for yourself. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield and online at bfmazio.com bfmazio.com is the website. And of course, if you're going to have, and I got some people coming over Monday, and of course I will take advantage of this, getting the catered sides for your barbecue right there. And catering is available all year round, whether it's Christmas, New Year's, Easter, Thanksgiving, whatever. But for backyard barbecues, second to none. Potato salad, coleslaw, macaroni salad, everything else, you get it right there at BF Mazio. And they have a wide variety. And you'll you'll check it out when you go in. You'll see they have a, a catering menu. And you just pick that up and you can kind of pick and choose what you want. And, of course, prepared foods. They've got just all kinds of prepared foods for your everyday needs. And let's face it, now it is really hot. And who feels like putting that oven on? I know I don't. And you probably don't either. So prepared foods, that's the way to go at BF Mazio. And, of course, gift baskets, fruit baskets, all kinds of things available. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield and online at bfmazio.com. We're coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. 
Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Times of clouds and sunshine for today. It'll be humid with a thunderstorm around this afternoon. Today's high 88. A thunderstorm in spots this evening. Otherwise, partly cloudy and humid tonight. Low 72. Rather cloudy tomorrow. Humid. A thunderstorm in spots of the morning. Followed by a heavy thunderstorm around in the afternoon. Storms can bring flooding downpours, damaging wind gusts, even an isolated tornado. The high 86. I'm AccuWeather's Drew Shannon on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. Somebody uh, emailed me a few weeks ago, said, I don't give out my email often enough. So here it is, jdadv1 at comcast.net, jdadv1 at comcast.net. That is my email address. Send me anything you like, pro or con, even PETA. <laughs> I like saying that, though. PETA, PETA. <laughs> Let's talk to Bob and Kate May. Bob, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Hey, good morning, John. I just want to pick up on a few things uh, Seth talked about. And one is the, the effect of these wind turbines here on the Jersey Shore's number one industry, which is tourism. And yes. Tourism yes. is the number two industry in the state of New Jersey. You know, without tourism, this region is is bankrupt. Yep. And, and you know... We've been complacent in, in the towns, the, the political leadership, the business people. In the last few years, we've become very, very complacent. We've had record-breaking years the last couple of years. And, and it's strictly because of, of this COVID situation. We had a captive market here. People were not going on cruises. They were not flying to Europe. They were not going to the Caribbean. You know, the the alternatives are back and business is off it's not just off at the jersey shore it is off this year john it is off uh it's off in cape cod uh we we correspond with people in cape cod they're down 20 percent siesta key down in florida which i know you you know siesta key yes about the best beach in the country yes it is uh they're they're off they're off year to date 20 percent so you know this tourist industry, you know, it's 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 a very very fragile thing. It's 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 all the it's not spending that people have to do when the economy gets tight, when things get tight. You know, it's purely discretionary spending, and you know these windmills here, you know, it's going to increase the cost of electricity by a ton. And it's going to be unsightly, and it is going to be a threat to our number one industry here. Now, and again, Seth, again, made a great point. And look, the Republican Party in New Jersey needs to hang these windmills and, and all their, their green energy agenda. We need to hang that around their neck because it, it's a very clear pocketbook issue. If you're going to pay double or triple on your electric cost, people feel that they're not they don't want that that's <laughs> so right that's right want. that's right and, and and you know the these technologies and look we we have to have a rational discussion about the warming of the earth what's causing it uh the effect that these current expensive early crude technologies are going to have on mitigating it are negligible. They're very ineffective. Uh, we should be spending money on research and development. Uh, 
Uh, even if we implement all these green energy measures throughout the country, and it's going to cause a huge financial strain on, on people, it's going to hurt our people in this country, we'll only lower the temperature of the earth by three-tenths of one degree. The culprits that are contributing to the warming of the earth are China, India, and the emerging African nations. And these people want affordable, efficient energy. They are not going to go for solar and wind power. That's right. So, so you know, what's being proposed is absolutely ludicrous here. It, it really is. And, uh, you know... Uh, <laughs> you know, like, like all things Democrats are doing. Uh, and, you know, we, we have an opportunity now with a candidate like Jack Chitterelli, yeah. hopefully in a couple years. Uh, this this next, lit, I think we, we have an election this year, don't we, John? We do in New yes. Jersey. Yes, the legislature yes, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So we, we can flip that. But, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to be distributing Seth's postcards. I think the, the, the lodging industry and along the Jersey Shore, uh, see, I, I have an opportunity to talk to people in my business because they essentially you know, are living at my property. Right, it's right. not like a restaurant. It's not like a retail store where you have a quick transaction and goodbye. So, you know, we, we are going to distribute Seth's postcards. I'm going to actually help to pay to print more of them. Uh, but... Look, we've got to do something about this. It, it, it's idiotic that, that we allow these misguided politicians to make our life miserable. Shouldn't shouldn't allow them to do that. Yeah, but, but you know what I'm concerned about? Uh, if you heard in my open, construction is scheduled to start in the fall on these things. So I, I, I'm just really... What are we wow. doing here? You know, it's, it's really. I, I I wasn't aware that they're, they're fast tracking it like that. Yeah. Usually oh yeah. Things they, they, take a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they, they, but they they said uh, plans to begin construction on the wind farm this fall. This wow. fall. So I, you know, I I don't know what to do. You're right. Yeah. More postcards and all of that. I, I I really don't know what to do. It's really a, a problem. Well, the, you know the the I, the only opportunity then that we'll, we'll have to 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 put an end to this is, is this coming election. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'm, that's I'm, right. And, and you know, and I'm, I'm hoping that's the case because you know once they enact funds, I I don't know. I'm hoping that is the case. Yeah. But, you know this. You know it. You know we we. What is happening? I'm just asking the, the the question here. What is happening to this country that we allow ourselves to to have our lives negatively impacted again and again in, yeah, in every yeah, which way? Yeah, you know? that, 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 that's uh, and we have Governor Murphy to thank for that. He he signed he signed the tax break for them for Orsted. <laughs> you know that's really amazing. You know, yeah. it, it just you know the, these these green co- so called green companies they get taxpayer dollars. They get they they make products that are not viable in the free market. They make them viable through taking robbing the taxpayers. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, every every electric vehicle. I think there's still a seventy five hundred rebate. For rich people to buy Teslas, yeah, yes, that's right. right? 
<laughs> and and you know. you know this this bill that Murphy signed. What happened was the tax break was supposed to go to to us, but now instead it goes to Orsted because of inflation and the pandemic and supply chain. Isn't that isn't that nice that he did that for Orsted? You know, it, it's it, it's, it's, the, it's these liberal politicians. Yeah. you know they. they 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 see something or they, they it's an idea that sounds appealing to them but in reality as usual the the, the middle class gets shafted and, yeah, and you yeah. know it's it's and, and look Seth's right also about about the this tax break for for seniors so they stay in New Jersey yeah he's right about that with, yeah. because if 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 we do not cut spending in this state. Uh, Taxes will go up for other people. Right. That's right. the way it goes. Right. right? I mean, are, are we that stupid? Yeah. <laughs> a, hey, Bob. Th- thanks, Bob. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Good stuff. 609-407-1450. We're coming up on a break. We'll talk to Howard after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you. 609-407-1450. Talk with a purpose rapidly. Hour number one is coming to a close. We'll have some final thoughts in hour number one after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450. Let's talk to Howard in EHT. Howard, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Yeah, good morning, John. Listen, John, I'm calling you up with some advice, even though I know you said that uh, you're really a little bit confused yourself over some of this stuff. And that last gentleman that just spoke um, throws you so many statistics and so many different things. It's like you it's like you're dizzy afterwards. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I, yeah. don't disagree, I don't agree with them, but it's like a Gatling gun. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Yeah. You, you know. But that's, look, it's what it is is what it is. Listen, what I have to say is the Republicans have been going after Biden for the fact that he did not want his grandchild um, acknowledged as a Biden. With not, I don't know how he controls that, but he wouldn't let... Um, her take the Biden name. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. 
I don't see why the Republicans would fight that. Because why the hell would you want uh, this poor girl to be bombed with this bad name of Biden? Why Why would the Republicans <laughs> yeah. do you, you, well, You'd rather, rather her have a different name so she has a decent life. Yeah. You know, I, I think he did the right thing. I think he said, you know what? I don't want to burden this kid with my name. Let's just let it let him have let her have that name, and she won't be associated because we're headed down. You know what? Yeah. So, yeah, I think she. I you know I was really amazed to hear how many Republicans came out and did not really grasp the uh, contradiction of what Biden did. Hey, have a great day. Yeah. Thanks, Howard. Thanks for the call. Yeah, that's true. Well. <laughs> Let's see. Isn't that the one that Hunter got pregnant and was the, the stripper? I think so. That was the one. So they, <laughs> oh, oh he's, she's not my grandson, my my grandchild. I, <laughs> oh well, Joe Biden with uh, selective morality, if you will. <laughs> Talk with a purpose is the show. Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Speaking of, speaking of Hunter, did you hear this? I'm sure you have. It's all over the news. A white powder was found at the White House. It was determined to be cocaine. And they said, we don't know whose it was. I mean, it it was, it could either be in this room or in that room. Come on. There is an easy explanation for this. It was Hunter. He was visiting, and he left it behind. Is there any other explanation for that? (laughs) They didn't know whose it was. (laughs) All of the cameras and all of the the people (laughs) that are in, in and out of that White House and the security and so on and so forth... And they can't determine whose it was. It was Hunter. Come on. Hunter was around somewhere. But uh, this thing with the um, with the wind turbines, it really is disturbing because I have had people tell me, and, and I believe this will hurt us, really will. They said, are those wind turbines up yet? Of course, people don't know. No, they're not. Well, you know, if they are, I'm not coming. I'm not coming to the shore because I don't want to. I don't want to sit on the beach and look at wind turbines. So you know, it, it hurts tourism in that regard. You know, it it, it it really hurts in that regard. And so, you know, I I just don't know. I'm confused about this. Tom and Little Egg, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, John, how you doing? How you doing? Well, listen, that, that white substance, what's it called? You sure it's not flour? Oh, wait a minute. Something <laughs> left it behind. Something left it behind, you know? It has been sitting at one spot for the last two and a half years. Yeah. So, you know, I blame Trump for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's his fault. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. If it's Hunter, it's Hunter. You know what? 
Listen, it could have been when they had that gay party. Yeah. They probably left it behind, too, you know? Yeah. All things went wild that day, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, hey, it, well, it never, you know what it did? It actually, it just uh, reappeared out of the sky, that's all, you know? Yeah. There's a magician that's in the White House that brings things to go, you know? <laughs> David, you know? David Copperfield <laughs> appeared at the White House. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's fu- you know what's funny? You know, 250 years ago, we didn't know what was going on in the White House either. So, you know, I mean, what we know is going on now. Yeah. You know, it's, kind of, it's kind of transparency in that the press secretary, Harris, she's a disgrace. Oh, what a, what a disgrace. Yeah. I mean, lie after lie after lie. They say Trump lied. Oh, my God. I think I counted a million more lies than Trump ever said. Yeah. Some politicians lie to a point. It's called covering up. Okay? Yeah. You yeah. have to cover up. Just like the bridge gate with uh, Christie. Christie just dropped the hell out. He's not going to roll. He's not going to make it. Yeah. He should have been honest about the bridge gate deal. Maybe we'll have a little more respect for him. He's no different than anybody else. That's did. right. That's right. Uh, yeah, Trump's going to be the president, so get ready for it. It's going to happen. People ain't going to like him. They're going to come up with more prosecution. It's it, it, it's sad, but this is what we're living in right now. That's and right. A lot of people just wake up and understand what's really going on in this country. You know, you know they talk to, You don't hear too much about the border anymore. How huh? news all stop talking about that now? Yeah, today. yeah, that's right. Amazing. That's right. It's amazing. Hey, you Tom, know? Tom, we got to run. That's uh, what we call having to break here. The clock dictates on radio shows, and the clock dictates that we stop here for the news. And of course, uh, hour number one now in the books. Hour number two on the way. We will talk about oh lawsuits, lawsuits in the. Uh, in the admissions, you know, colleges are now doing away with affirmative action because of the Supreme Court. So, yeah, here come the lawsuits. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Five. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 609-407-1450. That's our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. lot to talk about in this hour. You still want to talk about the wind turbines. Uh, you know, I, I got to believe that it's going to hurt tourism. I got to believe that. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see on that. But here is another situation that we have to talk about. <laughs> you knew, you knew this was coming. The lawsuits in light of the Supreme Court's decision to ban admission quotas for minorities, a civil rights group is challenging legacy admissions at Harvard University, saying that the practice discriminates against students of color by giving an unfair boost to the mostly white children of alumni. Now, 
maybe the grandfather went to Harvard. Now his grandson, which would be what, 50 years in between or something. But how is this discriminating against? He went there. In other words, the the grandparent went there. So we have to penalize him for that? I, I just don't understand this. So anyway, the practice of giving... Priority to the children of alumni has faced growing pushback in the wake of last week's Supreme Court decision ending affirmative action in higher education. The NAACP, you knew they would get involved, asked more than 1,500 colleges and universities to even the playing field in admissions, including ending legacy admissions. That's where your father went there or your grandfather or a relative. So that's a legacy admission. Records also revealed that 70% of Harvard's donor-related and legacy applicants are white. Well, until 30, 40 years ago, this just didn't happen. So, again, here is affirmative action kind of in reverse well, you can't have somebody who went there in 1945 send their grandchildren here now or 1955 or 1960, whatever it was. <laughs> it, 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 you, you can't win. You can't win with this thing. 609-407-1450. Let's talk to John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome. Yes. Uh, regarding... Uh Windmill energy. Well, I first want to talk about uh, hydroelectricity. It was actually the Tesla Westinghouse hydroelectric plant in Niagara Falls that kicked it off. But it was actually the first half. Well, not the first. Yeah, up to the start of World War II, circa uh, December. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't even. December nineteen forty-one, December seventh, the date that we're living in. Maybe I'm a I'm a bonehead today. Anyway, hydroelectricity. <laughs> Hydroelectricity was off to a roaring start. They were setting up hydroelectric plants all over America. Even uh, we have the Great Falls of North Jersey where we have a hydroelectric plant. And they also had the uh, aqueduct in Los Angeles, which has 14 uh, hydroelectric plants built into it. But actually, it's the discovery of oil, which actually kicked off World War II. Without oil, there wouldn't have been a World War II. And then people saw how much money there was to be made in that fossil fuel. And that was off to a roaring, that was off to a roaring start. But anyway, hydroelectricity also are... Uh, that pipeline, the Keystone XL pipeline coming down from Canada to the lower 48, that, that natural gas can be very easily converted into a low-grade, mid-grade, and high-grade high octane, which you can put in your car. And, you, and as natural gas, you can heat and heat our homes and cook our foods and all that. So there's so many alternatives for us to do. And there's, there's trillions of gallons of that black gold, natural gas and crude, from the Leviathan bait off the coast of Israel into Ukraine, into the heartland of Russia. They're not, they're, they're, uh, the BRIC countries are not going to go green anytime soon, okay? And also, fusion towards technology is not a pipe dream. It's a dream, but not a pipe dream. You'd have to have highly capable people working in those nuclear plants. But if that, that could revolutionize green energy. So we'll put that on the back burner. Meanwhile, we have a wind farm in Atlantic City, which is about to produce energy for the 2,500 homes it, it, it promised to do so for. 
That, so that is a pipe dream. Okay, wind energy might be something in the future, but you want to have something on a back burner and not something that's in the forefront like it is, of course. Solar paneling is very good. But they're small. They're, they're ad they're ad twos. They're not something you, you, you bet everything on, but like they're doing. And also, uh, Russia has backed out of the New START Treaty. You don't think they're going to take those wind farms out at the moment they're put up? Let's just get real because I think people underestimate Russia. If you Google who has the best submarines in the world, Sometimes you'll hear America has the best submarines. Sometimes you hear Russia. They're actually on a par with each other. They have they have top of the line superb nuclear submarines off our coast right now. So there's all kind of stupid reasons why we don't want it. And also, when they sink the shafts of those wind turbines into the into the seafloor bottom, it's going to drudge up sledge and sludge and a uh, sewage. That'll be nice for tourism, huh? Yeah. Skyscraper, yeah. High, skyscraper high wind farms in the treacherous Atlantic Ocean, one of the most treacherous bodies of water on the face of the earth. With nor'easters and hurricanes happening all the time, we're not talking about the Baltic Sea now, which is the calmest body of water on the face of the earth. More reasons why we shouldn't do it, but these boneheads are going to make a lot of money out of it. That's what's going on here, and we have to stand up against these creeps. Thanks for letting me call on it second time. Thanks. Okay, John, thanks for the call. It is talk with a purpose every Saturday nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. I'm John DeMassey. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Joe Yakovich coming in at 11 o'clock this morning, and he'll straighten out our finances for us here on the program. 609-407-1450. Let's talk to Bill in EHT. Bill, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the hey. Purpose. Hey, uh, John. Good morning, and thanks for taking my call. Thanks, Bill. I have a question that maybe you can answer. If not, maybe one of the listeners can answer better. Uh, and, and I hate to bring up Murphy, Governor Murphy. <laughs> yeah. 2021, he signed a bill, I guess it was kind of quiet because I don't remember it, but he signed a bill that the gender, gentrification, and all of that crap uh, is going to begin in, in schools K through 12, beginning in 2023, which is now. Yes. I, I don't know. I thought I'd have heard some outrage from the public in different uh communities and places and i've heard nothing and i just wonder if can you tell me is, is something like that i mean look if if any of the municipalities reject it for any reason or, or don't accept it they're not going to get the funding is what's going to happen that they get from the state yeah that that is that is true but i believe in ocean city and maybe um when seth gets out of his meeting maybe he can chime in because uh, I know he had some of the board members uh, call in. Um, that is true. And I don't know if you fight it or if you don't do it. Uh, I believe they can withhold funding. But I, I got to believe that there's some leeway in this. I, 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 I think a future, um, uh, let's say Chitterelli comes in. Can he squash that thing when yes, he gets in? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's yes, what I didn't know. yes. And and I thought to myself, well, maybe we'll homeschool our little guy. He's only five, uh, but if you homeschool him, and all his friends and everybody in the community is uh, learning ge- this gentrification, and he socializes with them, you know, it, it, it's the influence. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. I didn't even think of that, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm maybe. I'm hoping that uh, if, and I'm I'm hoping Cheddarelli gets in, uh, but that's another two years. Um, I hope that he'll squash that. But I, I, I tell you the truth, I don't know. I haven't heard too much of that. 
I haven't heard too much of whether schools are teaching it. Uh, I'm uh, I'm going to look into this and see if I can find out more. But uh, it, it remains to be seen. But Murphy did sign that, and it it is it is a law. So that that's a definite. And uh, we kind of forgot about uh, another. I, I called him this morning, Rat Murphy, and that's what he is. <laughs> I mean, just everything he's done, everything he's done is to line his own pockets. And uh, not only that, he, he everything he does, it's chasing more Republicans out of the state. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's While true. he's inviting all the um, uh, migrants yeah. uh, at, the, at the taxpayers' expense. Yep. That's right. That's right. He hasn't done one thing for us. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry. At, and this um, this Orsted thing that he signed now takes the the, the tax break that we were going to get, the, the, the individual utility payers, but he turned it over to Orsted. So, I mean, he, he's just – and I heard that he has the maintenance contract for the windmills. <laughs> oh, no. That's, that's what I heard. I, I, you know. Since you mentioned that, you know, in all the jails and prisons in the state of New Jersey, they uh, have a commissary that the prisoners uh, can buy if they have money from families and things like that. Yeah. And the prices of these items are outrageous. It's like a dollar a piece for those ramen noodles you get five for a dollar a piece. Jeez. Guess who owns that company? Uh, probably Murphy. Christine Whitman's family. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a joy fest. Uh, yeah. I guess the governor's uh, the, uh, seat. The, the rich, I appreciate your your help on this because I, I I needed to get some uh, better uh, yeah. understanding. Yeah. Of, you know, it, every like everybody, everybody's contemplating and thinking: Should I go? Should I stay? What's happening? Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. And then you move to Florida, and look how close they were to having a rotten governor as opposed to DeSantis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you pick up and move, and then the next guy they vote in is like uh, a rotten guy or something. Yeah, that's you know, you you, you can't win. So I, that's why I, I'm going to stay in New Jersey. Bill, thanks for the call. Yeah. Appreciate it. Let's talk to Sarah. Sarah, you're on Talk With a Purpose. Oh, yes. Good morning. I hope you're well. I am well, and hope you are too. I'm trying to be. Um, at the top of the hour, the news had mentioned that Gavin Newsom um, would not object to the release of one of the individuals involved in the murders of Sharon Tate and uh, many others. Now, if you read the story of Charles Madison, he was given many opportunities. He was in and out of prison his entire life. And at the time of the murders, he was under the jurisdiction of a psychiatrist. Yes. He committed crimes and so forth, but they allowed him to be under the psychiatrist to study LSD sponsored by the government. Now, if they had just swung him away, those murders wouldn't have occurred. Now, I would say this is because it's happening today with bail reform. We're giving so many individuals opportunities upon opportunities. Many of these individuals have records a mile long. The police arrest them one day. They're out on the street the next day. And this has to stop. We need to restore law and order 
and stop giving opportunity after opportunity after opportunity because people are being killed, people are being raped, and it's not good for the country to allow bail reform to continue. Gavin Newsom, in my opinion, is a nut. Oh, yeah. can live in the state of California and be under this. I don't know what they're smoking. Yeah. He's a horrible, horrible, horrible governor. And I I don't understand the logic. I don't understand the logic. Anyone who is released early is a slap in the face to all the innocent individuals who have been victims of crime. And that story just irked me because I'm saying he was given so much opportunity. Yeah. And this is the same thing that's happening now. And we're giving people free passes just like uh, Joe Biden's son, Hunter. Oh, my God. Sheesh. And it's not right. We have to hold the feet to the fire of these prosecutors and let them know this cannot continue. These DAs, we have to let them know this cannot continue. What about the people who are not doing crime? Yeah. Uh, did we you have to um, worry about these contacts? Did, did you um, did you follow that story? The shooting on uh, July Fourth weekend in Philadelphia. That's another disgrace. He, yeah, he because th- if it was a policeman that had shot a black guy, yeah, there'd be a thousand people jumping up and rising. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the shooter in Philadelphia was, um, I believe, he would go around and address. And then uh, I heard that he was mentally, uh, he was mentally unstable. I mean, he was 40 years old, but that doesn't matter. But he should have been, he should have been under care of somebody, but he wasn't. And here we Absolutely. go. And here we go. Here we go. He shoots, shoots a few people. And now all we're having prayer vigils and we're having gatherings and, we're, uh, you know, this, this is ridiculous. And you're right about this. Bail reform, but it goes beyond bail reform. Why don't we just put the people in jail who belong in jail? That, that's it. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, uh, and, it, and it, you know who's a big threat? A big threat out there is Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, and I'll yeah. tell you why. When that guy, um, Nicholas Cruz, and he got life in prison. Yes. I made a comment that uh, he should have been fried and been out of the jail. They flagged my account and blocked my account. Yeah. <laughs> blocked yeah. my account. Yeah. I was against community standards. <laughs> Jeez. That, I mean. How is that speech? I, 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 you're right. It's not. I mean. That's where he belongs. That's, that's right. <laughs> Boy, you're really a threat to society, Sarah. <laughs> I was blocked. I'm like, oh, well, you can appeal this decision. I appealed, oh, the, the decision stands. So it's blocked. Yeah. So I'm a threat. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not a threat what here. What about the victims? The yeah. victims I'm worried about. Yeah, that's what right. What about their rights? That's right. That's right. Sarah, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's, by the way, um, Gavin Newsom, the uh, governor of California, 
it looks like. Did you hear the news? Uh, well, they they want Gavin Newsom to run for president. They don't want Joe Biden to run. But I don't know if that'll happen. But can you see that? And you know what? I'm afraid that's what will happen. And you know what else I'm afraid of? He wins. <laughs> because people will say, oh, well, Gavin Newsom, he's, oh, he's a good governor. He, please. It is Talk with a Purpose every Saturday night till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Got some open lines, so it's a good time for you to jump in here, 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. We are coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. But first, we want to talk about the Golden Opportunity Sales Event. Where is that happening? Where else? Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road, EHT. Yes, it is a Golden Opportunity because they're, they're every, they're on sale. And what better time to take advantage of driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today than Lexus of Atlantic City? And what better time to take advantage of it than now when there is a sale going on? Maybe I'll get my new vehicle because the lease is up and I've got like three, four months left. So maybe I'll go over there, but check it out for yourself. SUVs, sedans, uh, luxury vehicles, they're all there for you to see and for you to test drive, and you can test drive them all. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road EHT. It is one of the finest automobiles on the market today, and I can tell you myself, I, I drive a lot, and, you know, just you just drive those cars. You don't think about, well, it's got to go in the shop. You know, I drove Brand X for years. And it was, oh, this, oh, that's got to go, oh, yeah, this, oh. you know, and by the time you end up, you, you end up paying for two cars with the repairs. So it doesn't happen with a Lexus, but you'll find that out for yourself. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road EHT. The website, aclexus.com, aclexus.com. And you know to go over there and ask for Helen the number one salesperson at Lexus of Atlantic City. We're coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Traffic backs up a lot on Atlantic Avenue in Margate and West Avenue in Ocean City these days. These streets now have only one lane of traffic in each direction instead of two. Woke Democrats in Washington and Trenton call this a road diet. They bribe towns to do this by paying for new streets. They want to punish people who use cars. They hate when Americans are free to drive where and when they want. They want us to live like we're in China. This is against our Constitution. But who complains when somebody else pays for something we want? That's why our federal government is now $31,000 billion in debt. Our dollar has less value each day. Learn the details and what we can do about it. Visit libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. Libertyandprosperity.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose. Again, if you uh, if you want to check out our shows anytime, I mean, this is, I mean, you're doing something or whatever, and you hey, I want to hear Talk With a Purpose. And it could be that you can't sleep and it's 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> You Google John DeMassey podcasts 
and all of the shows come up. What are we up to? 200 yet, Chris? Close, Close to 200? Yeah, about 200 shows. <laughs> so if you can't sleep, that'll do the trick. <laughs> A cure for insomnia. John DeMassey podcast, that's what you Google, and they all come up. It's our uh, it's our way of saying television has on-demand, while well, radio here we have on-demand as well. Talk with the Purpose is the show. Let's talk to Joe in Smithville. Joe, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Hey, John. How you doing? Um, when you said, I'm doing good. Things are okay. Work, I'm work, <laughs> the economy sucks. I'm working a lot more than I used to, but that's just reality now. Uh it takes two jobs to get through the bills. But uh, I wanted to comment on the Gavin Newsom when you said that, that, you know, maybe he could win. And you know what? I, you're right. It, I, I think if they run Trump, it energize, if you run Trump, it's going to energize the left. Yeah. If you run anybody else, everything's so bad right now. Yeah. I think a lot of people stay home. I think you run Trump. And you, you're going to energize that other side just to not to vote for him. Yeah. I, I mean, I voted for Trump in 2016. 2020, you know who I voted for? Who? I wrote in Ed O'Donnell from Ocean City. <laughs> <laughs> the world would be a much nicer place if Ed O'Donnell was running this country. And I'm joking on that. But, but I mean, I did write in Ed O'Donnell that time. I'm not voting for Trump. I'll vote for any other any other Republican, but I'm not pulling the trigger for Trump. Why? Lever. I'm sorry, Why? not trigger the lever. Why? Because you know where he lost me mostly? At the very end, when he said to the Proud Boys, stand down, but stand by. You're the president of the freaking United States, and you're calling on the Proud Boys? You got five service, you got five militaries underneath your and you're going to those scumbags? He had lost it at that point, in my opinion. I'm not voting for him. I'm just not. It just, all this stuff, we need somebody that represents decorum. I just think we got to move away from Biden and we got to move away from Trump. These guys are old. We got to move away from him. It's either going to be through the next election cycle. One of them is going to die just because of the numbers game. I just, I just think if we go, either one of them are back in again. It's just a mess. So, my so Joe, uh, you're in the voting booth now, and it's 2024, and it's Biden versus Trump. Do you vote for Biden? No, I vote for Ed O'Donnell from Ocean City. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay? You know, he calls in. He says he runs for president. I thought maybe his name was going to be... I didn't think that, but I, there's a space. I just wrote his name in. I don't know if it really counted or not, or they just didn't, you know, whatever they did with that, but <clears throat> I'm just not going to vote. Yeah. I won't I won't pull the lever for either one. No, I, I won't. Okay. All I, I right. just think he's a total scumbag. And I voted for him in 2016. I thought he thought it was good, but I think he's bad for the country. This, this, I'm a great negotiator. I'm, I'm going to bring everybody together. It, it fell apart. And he, and he, the four years he had were great. I would bring those four years back yes. in a second. Yes, I was making a buck twenty five weeks paid vacation, John. John, I'm struggling right now. Two what? jobs just trying to. I know you are. It. 
I know you are. I know. Yeah. You know, I'm dying the cancer and all that with the wife. It's hard, but I still ain't pulling the lever for Trump. Those four years were magical. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, but that's it true. ripped the country apart. And if you hear, if you, let's imagine Trump wins. And that's very possible. I, 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 I believe he could win. The next week or next couple weeks, what's going to happen? on? And this is where it's going to start. What's going to happen on college campuses? How are they going to take that? Yeah. I think it's just going to be protest after protest. What is he going to do? Call out the National Guard. Are we going to have another Kent State? Nah, gotta either I don't think so. down the rhetoric or, or do something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. He's got to turn tone that down. I mean, he really does. And he's got to concentrate on, and I said it before, concentrate on what you did well. You know, the economy, you did well on that. Uh, oil, you did well on that. You know, so uh, immigration, you did well on that too. So I, I, I just think he should concentrate on the things that are important. Not this stuff about, oh, you know, we did this and we did that and, and, and I'm great and all that. No, that, that, that's hype. You know, and, and that's been his history. Uh, you know, so he's got to just tone that down. Joe, thanks I, for the 100% call. I agree with you. Yeah. I 100% agree. And if he did that through the campaign, maybe I would pull the trigger yeah. for him. Yeah. But if he's just out being a bombastic knucklehead, yeah. I can't pull that trigger yeah, for him. Yeah, I, I agree. Thanks for the call, Joe. Steve in Abseekin Island. Steve, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, John. Uh, always a terrific show. Thank you. You know, yeah, I wanted to bring up a topic that we've been talking about, and it's the common theme. Everybody's getting sick and tired of the redistribution of income. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's pretty much been the common theme today of today's show. Yeah. You know, we talk about Murphy. Perhaps he has a contract for the windmills. We yeah. don't know if that's confirmed yet, right? Yes, yes. But, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he did because typically – People vote with their pocketbooks, right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants something for free. Yeah. Now I brought this up with you many shows ago when you had Denny Levinson on the yeah. on the on the show talking about how uh, he was he's a history teacher or professor, correct? At one time, yes. And he was talking about Montesquieu and how uh, when that person came over from France to look at the United States and uh, their fledgling our fledgling constitution, uh, how he said, well, when, when government can vote, uh, to take money from other people and give it to other people, then you, you pretty much don't have a constitution. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's essentially what he did though, when he gave government money as a bridge loan to Boscov. Now I submit to you, you heard on the news that the Christmas tree stores are closing. Because yes. they couldn't get bridge funding yeah. in Atlanta County. Yes. So how come they didn't get any uh, loan from the from the government from Denny Levinson from Atlanta County to good. carry them through? Or were they too small to fail? You know, that's a good question. I never thought of that. I saw that they were closing, but I never thought of that. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't think of it either. I I, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure they did because they went to a lot of different banks to get bridge bridge funding to consolidate their debt so that they can continue uh, operating. Um, you know, here's the bottom line. The reason people don't think about these things is because we've morphed from a capitalistic society to a 
to a pseudo, if not socialist yeah. society where, yeah. where everybody wants something from the government. If you can't go out and produce it yourself and make your own money, then you expect the government to take it away from somebody else. You know, we would be up in arms if your neighbor who had the same size square foot house and the same size square foot lot paid a different a different real estate tax. Would yes. you not? Yes. Yes. Everything being equal? Yes. Well, so the, so then I submit to you, why is it that a family of four with two children pay the same tax on the same given lot size and home as a family of two? Don't they use more resources? Yes. Yes. Now, I, I brought this up with you before, the concept of potentiality, the potentiality of use. You, when we live in a city, we have the potential to use the police, the fire, and the public works. We may not use the police or fire at any given time, but there's a potential. Yes. And, of course, public works is cleaning the streets. Yes. But if I have no children, I can make a very good argument that I'm never going to use the local public schools. That's right. So there's no potential. So why am I paying for that? Now, one now the counter side to that is, well, kids are our future, and if he becomes a doctor, you'll benefit from his from his skill as a doctor. Yeah, but what if he only becomes, say, a computer uh, entrepreneur and he creates a Microsoft company type? Do I get a stock dividend if he if I put him through school? Yeah, that, that's a good question. And see, so what we have to do is, and this is what Seth keeps talking about. He says we have to change the mindset of people always wanting a handout. Why do you think the college students want a free free tuition and free and rebates on their loans? Because yeah. they're seeing that companies are getting tax breaks and That's are getting advantages that they're not getting. So, of course, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, but we have to change that mindset. You know, you know, John. How much money would you have for retirement if the if the government took ten thousand dollars less in taxes for every year you've been working? Ooh, oh, wow! <laughs> oh my just god! Ten thousand, just ten thousand a year for every year you were. You know, you, we pay taxes on what we own. We pay taxes on what we on what we uh, purchase, and we pay taxes on what we earn. Pretty pretty soon, they're going to start charging us. On what we use. So if you if you if you drive an extra thousand miles a, a year, you'll have to pay ten cents per mile for for use tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would probably have about uh, five hundred thousand. <laughs> right. Well, that's the point I'm making is that when the government takes it from you, you and gives it to somebody else, it, 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 you you have less. You have less. Uh, uh, they're taking away your advantage to, to yeah, prosper. Yes, that's essentially yes, what's yeah. going on. And and it's and this has got to stop. And we have to stop thinking about well and making excuses. Well, it's good for the collective. There are certain things that are good for the collective, but not everything. That's right. And that's right. we can't pick and choose. Every time we pick and choose, we we violate our principles. That's right. And. And that's that's why people are so upset. And that's all I have to say today. Yeah, okay, so Steve. Much. Thanks for the call. It's a form of socialism is really what you're saying. And that's uh, that's true. But that is a whole thing that we have to change. And that really is going to take 
some effort. 609-407-1450 is our number here. Talk with a purpose. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. 609-407-1450. Got some open lines. Want to jump in here until we have Joe Yakovich time at 11 o'clock. And that's always interesting. How many people did he ride bikes to, and, and visit on the boardwalk? That's the question. What's the over-under on that? <laughs> okay. We'll see. Talk with a purpose coming back after these words. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. Want to save money in these inflationary times? Write this number down, 855-910-1246, 855-910-1246. Text your number to that number, and you'll be part of BF Mazio's Text Message Club, where you'll receive specials and coupons that will save you money. BF Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Gift baskets, catering for all occasions, and more. 601 New Road, Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon's going to be humid with times of clouds and sun. We've got a thunderstorm hanging out with I-88. A thunderstorm in spots this evening, partly cloudy and humid, low 72. Cloudy, humid tomorrow with a thunderstorm in spots in the morning, followed by a heavy thunderstorm in the afternoon. Could bring some damage, even an isolated tornado, high 86. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk with a Purpose, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. Uh, Murphy, <laughs> our illustrious governor. I, 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 I really, I called him a rat this morning. And that's what he is, a rat. No matter what he does, he just, uh, he's lining his pockets and his, look, he was worth $60 million when he came in. What's he going to be worth when he's going out? Maybe double that? Taking our tax break that he was given, and now it's going to the uh, Orsted. Like they need it? They're going to be making billions on these wind farms? Oh, boy. And i talking about something else. I want to talk about this Internet gambling bill, which uh, I think they're playing games in the legislature. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome back. Hey, now, of the bottom drops out here in New Jersey, Herb Murphy can escape to a $60 million villa in sunny Italy, and that's all that counts, you know. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Should we go visit him, John? Why don't we give his address out there, and we'll go visit him? Oh, I was going to say something. But <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh, man. Uh, yes, regard, I, I smell a setup regarding the, the January 6, 2021 so-called insurrection. Uh, because I didn't see the Proud Boys staring the mob up. I saw, I saw Ray Epps. 
And a lot, if there's 600 people doing time in those stalags, uh, my baby, Gelsol's over in Washington, D.C. A, a lot of them were not armed, and they never even went into the Capitol building. I also saw Capitol Police inviting them in, waving them in, okay? And also that uh, Kingsley, I guess his name is, Jacob Kingsley, the guy that was wearing the uh, poncho and the uh, green yeah. kubak hat, yeah. he yeah. was Antifa. That guy's Antifa. People don't know that. He was a member of Antifa, or Antifa, however you want to call it. So I smell set up there. Ray, Ray Epps never did a day in jail over all that. So that I smell a big set up there um, regarding uh, Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy, uh, RFK Jr., there's two things that, that I don't think. I, I like his, uh, his stance on playing hardball with China. I like his stance on vaccines. I do. And I think that uh, he has a lot of good ideas. Now, he says we need to become a moral authority in the world again. How about abortion? See, he, he, he did the two-step when a Catholic woman who votes Democrat her whole life, had asked him, what will your stance be on abortion? And he said he would never take away the right of a woman to, uh, to have an abortion over her rights to her own body, which she can and can't do with her own body ever, even though third trimester abortion is disgusting. Well, how about we'll, we'll meet in the middle and we taxpayers or people that pay taxes will not have to put the bill, that being support Planned Parenthood. So there is no meeting in the middle. That, that Hatfield and McCoy they got to give some leeway to us McCoys, man, because we're not going to we're not going to stand for things for for so long. I know it's like a toxic football, whatever you want to call it, uh, the the topic of abortion, but it is a moral issue. As a matter of fact, Abraham Lincoln he did say, if I could free all the slaves to save the Union, I would do it. If I didn't have to free any slaves to save the Union, I would do that too. And he was criticized for saying that. That just means he was a good president looking out for his country. He also said, with the formation of the GOP, it will prove to be a death knell to slavery. And with that, the South Carolina the legislation in Charleston, South Carolina said, if this man is elected to office on November 5th, 1860, we will secede from the Union. And that happened on December 20th, 1860. So, yeah, we, we can't back down from certain issues. We just can't do it. And as far as, uh, you know, decriminalizing pot, I got no problem with that. And also drugs, psychedelic drugs. Well, I mean, peyote technically is a psychedelic drug, but that's peyotism. Uh, that's a sacrament to the uh, American Indian Church. So they practice that now. That's also pharmacia, which is sorcery, but that's another topic altogether. But now, how about how about the you know legalizing LSD? That's a, that's a dangerous synthetic drug. And also, there's people that that are actively trying to destroy America that would use such drugs to cause chaos in our country. I believe that. So legalizing psychedelic drugs is idiotic, in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah, I, I couldn't vote for Bobby Kennedy. I like the man. I think his I, I I like his style. I like his no BS style that he has. I'd like to see a Donald Trump, uh, Bobby Kennedy ticket. That would really kick the, the uh, shadow government in their ASS. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a Donald Trump, uh, Tim Scott ticket. I would, I would either vote for uh, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, or Tim Scott, either one of those three, because we do have to bring our jobs and industries back to our country that were born here. As a matter of fact, uh, Donald Trump had signed in USMCA, the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, with the counter... Uh, NAFTA, North American Free Trade Agreement, which is trade piracy waged against the United States. So yeah, we we have to we have to make America great again, and we do have to put America first. You're an American, you morons. I'm not talking to your callers, but the, the super genius left that think destroying America is a good thing. They're out to lunch. Thanks for letting me call in a third time. Okay, thanks, John. Thanks for the call. Could you see? No, they won't ever do it. Legalizing psychedelic drugs. Oh boy. Ooh. That's scary. Chris in Summers Point. Chris, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Hi, good morning, John. Thanks for taking my phone call. Thanks for calling, Chris. 
Um, so a couple of points. Uh, with uh, Ron DeSantis run for president, I, I, well, I don't know if you said it before, someone else said it. Like, can, would he still be able to be governor if uh, he doesn't make a successful run, or how would that work? If yeah, he, uh, yeah work? He, would, he would still be governor, yeah. He would still be, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, that's good. I, I just wasn't sure. And um, the uh, the other thing was with these, uh, these windmills, uh, there, the, I, heard, I think I read before, John, where they said they're as high as the Empire State Building. Are they really that tall, or is that just uh, someone... Uh, no, uh, they're they're not that tall, but they are high. They are high. Believe me. Uh, well, I mean, are they are they are well, they taller than the ones off Atlantic City? Or are they about as tall as them? Taller? Yes. Yeah, taller. Oh, they are taller. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Because it just it seems odd because uh, like uh, yeah, it seems like these uh, Jersey Shore communities. Like I know the one mayor in uh, Seattle is an area, and all they're all fighting it, but. They're not getting anywhere with it because uh, it seems like Murphy has it in his back pocket as far as these contracts. So it doesn't seem to be uh, taking any traction as far as fighting them. You know what I mean? Oh, I was just told 700 to 900 feet. Okay, 700 to 900 feet. So, yeah, that's that's pretty tall. (laughs) That's pretty. pretty, Yeah. Yeah. Could you see Um, that? Could you see that sitting there on the beach wherever you are and you're, you're watching those windmills? I mean, talk about destroying the view. Right, right. People pay all this money for these beach homes, I mean, and, uh, yeah, it's like, go look at that now for a while, and it's like, you're paying all that money. It's crazy that that we're allowed to do that, but I don't get it. Uh, Um, It's the height of, if you could imagine, the height of Ocean Casino. And that's the, uh, yeah, yeah, take a look at that. Wow, that's pretty high. In fact, yeah, I think that's. That's like the fourth tallest structure in New Jersey, I think, yeah. if I remember correctly. If, if, uh, if you take a look at that, some days you can't see the top of it because the fog is so thick. You can't see the top of it. So imagine. Right, right. Oh, boy. Oh. Um, and the only last one I want to make a point was uh, I think it's good we're giving those cluster bombs to the uh, Ukrainians. I'll tell you why, John, because they, they don't have any air power right now. By the time they get the F-16s, I mean, it's going to be a while. So as long as they don't have any air power and Russia keeps bombing the, the crap out of them, I mean, they need something as far as uh, slowing Russia down because uh, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, all these countries ban them. Well, those other countries aren't fighting for their lives like Ukraine is. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think those cluster bombs are going to be a good thing as they're trying to think it's offensive uh, to Russia. I think it's going to stop them in their tracks and maybe slow them down a little bit. You know what I mean, John, because yeah. with yeah. the way they have the air power superiority over Ukraine, it's a problem right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So... I think that's a good point. And just with Trump, I mean, I said this to you before, and I think you agreed. I think he, see, we're in a catch-22. I think he would definitely he'll probably get their nomination for Republicans. But the problem is, I don't think he's going to get to the finish line because those, those the voters that are on the fence, the swing voters, he's going to have a hard time getting. And then Ron DeSantis is going to have a hard time getting the nomination. But I think he would get us over the finish line. So that's where we're at right now with this whole voting thing. Yeah, that, that's, that's a good point because... You know, uh, we heard one caller say uh, he wouldn't vote for Trump anymore because uh, the too much rhetoric. And and that's true. You know, so uh, we'll see. Chris, thanks for the call. Ginny and Abseekin. Ginny, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hey, good morning to you. Uh, I just want to call because I, I have I have a little bit of an issue with what Joe said. Trump was great. Trump was good. His policies were good and everything else. But because he uh, said something about the Proud Boys, I don't care if Donald Trump has the Proud Boys founder picture up in his bedroom. I couldn't care less. 
Donald Trump's policies were fabulous for our country. Yeah. Fabulous. The economy was good. Borders were good. We were safe. He supported the military. Everything Donald Trump did for the safety and economy of our country was good. I don't care what he says or how he says it. How about that? I'm not a single issue voter, and I don't think, in my opinion, anybody else should be either. Donald Trump brought home the bacon as far as I'm concerned. He did the job the best, and he would have my vote. I would also, for vice president, vote for DeSantis or Tim Scott. Yeah, uh, I think logically it would be Tim Scott because then, you know, you, you think the likelihood of the black voter coming over would be high. So that's what I would think if I was well, advising. Black voters came over in 2016. Yeah, that's true. But now maybe you'll get more and that would be an advantage but that Trump would have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, Donald Trump did he did more for our country. Look, look at even Israel moving the embassy to where it should have been in the first place. Right. He kept his word on everything he could. Yeah. Nobody else did that. They were afraid of offending the Arab nations. Bush, Obama, Clinton. They were terrified of possibly offending the Arab nations. <laughs> yeah. Trump kept his promise. Yes, he you know, did. God forbid they can't affect, you know, offend the Arab nations. Yeah. But, you know, I, I am not a single issue voter. I feel that Donald Trump kept us safe. I don't feel safe with this goofball in there now. Oh, no, no. He, he says, he says, oh, I, I love my son. Okay, we'll put him in a rehab. Put his wife in the rehab, too. Put, you can't, you can't beat an addiction like that. And I worked in nursing for 42 years. You can't beat an addiction like that without inpatient rehab. Yeah, that, okay? that's a the tough Biden one. Biden yeah. can't do it without inpatient rehab. That's a tough he one. He has to yeah. be put away for a while <laughs> and get off it. We are probably, well, I don't, I'm, I wouldn't say probably, we are undoubtedly, in my opinion, the laughing stock of the entire world cocaine in the White House with this <laughs> idiot and his jackass loser son. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know where it came from. <laughs> but no, every, everybody else knows where it came from, but they don't know where it came from. <laughs> no, it's, we're the laughing stock of oh. the entire world. Where else would you see this? There's cameras all over the place. Yeah. If you walked into ShopRite, with a bag of cocaine, you'd be on camera. That's Come right. On. Yeah. You know, they really make you laugh when they say, well, we don't know where it came from. Well, <laughs> just look at the cameras. Come on. I mean. That's all. Just, uh, and fingerprints and DNA oh, and if somebody blew their nose, you know where it came from. Sure. <laughs> and Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden and his family were in the White House. They didn't leave Friday until 6.30 p.m. Yes. Okay? There's 24 hours in a day. Yeah. There was plenty of time for somebody to drop it off for Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're using it to keep Joe away. Who knows? Jenny, <laughs> thanks for the call on that note. <laughs> That's good. Well, something's got to keep Joe awake, right? <laughs> Coming up on our final break of this hour, hour number two rapidly Coming to a close, we uh, we have a caller, maybe. Linda. 
Linda? Yes. Linda and Absekin. We'll talk to her. And maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. And then at 11 o'clock, Joe Yakovich here in the building. 609-407-1450 is our number. Final thoughts in hour number two after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. All right, we're back here on Talk With a Purpose. Let's see if we can do this. Three callers in six minutes. <laughs> All right, start with Linda and Absekin. Linda, good morning. Welcome. Hey, is it a good morning? Yeah. I'll, follow up. <clears throat> I'll follow up on Seth. I, um, he was talking about the budget having passed, uh, yeah. which isn't a good thing. And uh, So just let me follow up on this real quickly. Okay. Because I'm really, I, I am really confused. Now, this was in the, uh, where the heck was it? It's the New Jersey Globe. <clears throat> so... The bill passed by a vote, and this was on June 28th, June 29th, this article was written. The bill passed by a vote of 25 to 15 in the Senate and by 48 to 30 in the Assembly. In both chambers, the swingy second district legislators, State Senator Vince Palestina, Republican Egg Harbor, Assemblyman Don Guardian, Republican Atlantic City, and Assemblywoman Claire Swift, Republican Margate, were the only Republicans to vote yes. And this is like deja vu. Did this happen with, I think this may have happened with the last budget. I mean, we Republicans love <laughs> Murphy's budgets, don't we? Yeah. So anyway, the me- that means a number of vulnerable Republican legislators are now on the record voting against whatever perks the budget may, ca- may contain, sure to be a campaign season attack line for the Democrats hoping to take them down. And this little article goes on. Now, I'm really confused about this. I've tried six ways from Sunday <clears throat> to find out exactly how the breakdown went down on who, how it was voted in the Senate and how it was voted in the Assembly, only with a lot of difficulty. The Senate bill is 2024, by the way, S-2024. Maybe somebody else can do better than I can. But at first blush, reading what I'm reading isn't a pretty picture. And if, and, and, which would deserve from our legislators, maybe you, may, maybe you call and you say, this is why. Explain, explain it to your constituents. If we're still your, if we're still your constituents, talk to us. 
Yeah. And that's all I have to say. Okay, Linda, thanks for the call. And by the way, we we uh, we will attempt to get um, uh, Vince Policino on next week, uh, see if he will come on. And we want to ask him that. Why'd you pass it? Why'd you vote for it? You know, that's that's the question. D in Atlantic City. D, good morning. Morning, John. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks. I agree with Jenny. Now, some of your calls aren't as grown up as we are, us ladies. <laughs> I can work with you and I can hate your guts. But as long as you did your job, it didn't offend me. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If they'd rather have it like it was before and now, no, it's on you. And another thing, I work, I'm in the city. I work with the homeless. I run into a lot of people. And I talk to everybody, John. I'm from L.A. The blacks have had it. He's going to get a lot more black support, trust me. And they volunteer the information. I don't ask, John. I don't ask. They've had it with this, this government today, the Democrats. Yeah. Okay. That's all I have to say. And grow up there, young man. Grow up. Okay. Thanks for the call, D. Mike and uh, Kate May. Mike, good morning. Morning, Elizabeth. Got to understand this. It's either Trump or it's the uh, fraud. Um, we, Trump wins the election or it's another fraudulent election. So uh, what we need, we, I don't think we can afford another fraudulent election. The next fraudulent election, we lose the country. So it's Trump or nobody. And the, the lady that was going a little while ago who talked about Trump, she's absolutely right. This is He's the best president we could possibly have in this mess for it. And uh, we wouldn't be in this mess if he wasn't cheated out of the last election. Well, it, he lost the election or whatever he did, but... Yeah, I mean we 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 paid for that with this inflation and every and everything else, you know. I mean, uh, yep. it's just it's yeah. You're right. It's it's the it's, world. It's, the world is paying for that. Election. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians died because of that election. Yeah, there and members of our armed forces died because of that election. The traitor that we have in the White House is destroying this country. He is the enemy. Yes, he they is. They are the enemy. The people that put him there are the enemy. And uh, he may be a puppet, he may be a fool, but the reality is that he was put there by an intelligent force, and that intelligent force is the enemy. That's uh, that's for sure. Mike, thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. Well, we got them all in. And uh, that is going to wrap up hour number two. Hour number three is the Joe Yakovich hour. <laughs> wow. Did we change the name of the show? Maybe we should, you know? I mean, because he comes in, takes over the studio. I mean, what else does he take over, you know? <laughs> Talk for the purposes of the show. Hour number two is in the books. Hour number three with Joe Yakovich coming up. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square Media Station. 
WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Well, I, I guess I want to change the name to the Joe Yakovich Hour. Can I do that, Chris? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely, Chris. He's the man. I mean, you know. He has the people, buttons. He controls the buttons, remember. People don't, you know. I mean, you go around the boardwalk and a, a listener called and said, oh, I saw Joe Yakovich the other day. He was riding his bike. Well, how did he know you were Joe Yakovich unless you told him you were? No. He, he said, you're Joe Yakovich. I had a, um, it's funny, um, <laughs> I guess my, um, my ununique voice gives it away. Okay. And, uh, so far, um, it has worked. I, I thought it would be, <laughs> it would be a, a calling against me, but it became a, a plus oh, plus. So okay. Well, well, you know, you just, you're the ambassador for this show now. Do my best. Okay? I do my best. Yes. You know, you, you ride the boardwalk, you say, Hey, I'm Joe Yakovich. I'm on. Saturdays with John or the, Damasi. Or the, or the folks see me, John, believe it or not, and I'm a little anal when it comes to this, uh, past my home, and I'm out there always, uh, you know, farting around with picking weeds and doing my stuff. So I get people go, I saw you the other day. Cause I, ever, I don't, I think I told you yeah. every Wednesday to do a, a kind of a fun time at, at uh, Ski Beach. They do a couple of bands there. So it's kind of a fun time on Wednesday nights, which is kind of for us, for, you know, we live down here. That, that, Hasn't happened when we lived back yeah, in the mainland, yeah, so it's yeah. kind of fun. It's yeah. all good. Okay, so today you're going to talk about, the, first of all, we mentioned mentioned your books. Yes. There's a new book I'm, I'm in a process of putting together right now, where, uh, and I think it's probably going to be really critical because we're using um, a lot of the technology in the marketplace today. It's called Debt for Life and Debt Free for Life. And, and what we're finding out, John, and I'll have a little conversation today with uh with you on the show about, you know, the most important thing is how do I pay off your debt so fast? Now, you've heard and you've well recognized a guy named David Ramsey. Does a great job, by the way. And But we don't have a 100% thought process because he doesn't have a follow-up to it for what he's doing. He, it's a good idea that he's, you know, getting people to pay off their debt as fast as possible. Right. And people think the, the debt they have is, uh, you know, $100,000 a of a four uh, percent loan, it's a good thing, and they think what's what's your debt ratio? And they said it's four percent. No, it's not. It's more like forty one percent. And I'll, sh- you know, that's a conversation that we'll have in person. But more importantly, you know, having that conversation about debt for life for us for for your life is is important, and people never talk about it. You know, it, it's uh, the bankers and the lenders make all their money, and. The average Joe, like us, yeah, we got to right. pay all this that's right. extra debt. So it's a, it's a conversation I'm having more and more of, and uh, we're uh, really taking to a whole level. You're going to talk about annuities today. Yes. And before you start, because it seems to me mm-hmm. that annuities, they're a good thing. But I've always heard, until you came along... Mm-hmm. I always heard, well, you know, you got to be careful with annuities and there's this and there's that. So what is it? Why is that that there's somewhat of a negative thing about annuities? You know, John, it really started and kind of kind of back up here before I answer that question and why annuities are so important today more than ever. You know, when I got into business, John, 
it's really kind of odd that I didn't know I had no direction coming into this business, believe it or not. All I knew was uh, I had a couple of ideas. I had no direction. But I, what I did learn early in my career of getting into this business 40 years ago, pre or, uh, you know, or post football and schooling is that. I was always told, get all your licenses, you know, get your Series 7, get your life and health license, get your disability license, get your long-term care license. Matter of fact, John, I even have a property and casualty license and a wealth management license. So, and now lastly, you know, and it's been for a long time, you know, and, and doing estate planning and having those licenses. But what I realized, John, looking at looking back all these years, I'm in a position now to have conversations with people and really pinpoint their inefficiencies in your life. So debt is a number one or yeah. one of the things. But yeah. what happens is, you know, my old good friend, and I'm, and you probably know this guy. And you've heard of him, I'm sure. And he's a good buddy of mine, but he's, he's been passed for a long time. His name is Albert Einstein. And he said it best, my friend. He said, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. And using annuities is another forced way to give you, that person, a guaranteed income for the rest of that person's life. And now, because of in that situation that we are in today, not 40 years ago when you got a Social Security check and you got your pension check, and that's all you needed to do. That's right. Really, that's all. Yeah, that's right. So there's no thought process. There's no how much you need to put away. There's no, I mean, all that stuff was never even heard of. That case is no longer. So what we have done, and we put together, you know, a lot of years of doing this because there's so much uncertainty out there. And because Social Security, you know, unfortunately uh, is not paying as much as we like, especially with low income retirees. So we try to specialize in retirement planning. And one of the components that we use, John, is annuities. Now, there was a recent survey, I don't know if you know this, John, that realizing that 66% of Americans fear that they will run out of money. Now, think about what I'm saying. They're going to run out of money because they don't know how long they're going to live. They don't know what taxes are going to be. They don't know if the losses occur, which we call sequels of return. They don't yeah. know all this. Yeah. So it becomes really stressful moving forward. Yeah. And most people still retire with a lot of debt. Before they retire, have all this debt. Yes. So we need to make sure uh, it becomes a vital part in your overall plan when we put a plan together, a real plan, John, of being able to implement the right type of functions of the dollars that you're going to invest in. And what are the best ways to do that? So we complement their overall plan with investments and so forth with a guarantee, sometimes forever, sometimes for immediate. And we'll talk about that. Using annuities. And remember, John, one thing I want you and your all your listeners to understand, there's a lot of different ones. So don't get fooled into one trick pony. All they have is one company that they do this with. There's the disconnect. And we had this conversation. Yeah, we Look did. I, I remember that. And we had I this. remember this, this conversation. <laughs> and we get up. I'm upset with that. You yeah, understand? You yeah, know because. Why? Yeah, it was a, an advisor who I worked with and I knew, and you found out later that he put a guy into a, an annuity right. with a 15-year surrender charge. Correct. And what that means is if he doesn't keep that money in there for 15 years, he gets penalized. Correct. 
So I, I, I think mean, that's I, not fair. Uh, wow, that was I was I was blown away by that. Good commission to the to the advisor, yeah, yeah. not good for the client. No. And today, John, these vehicles being underwritten by big insurance companies, mind you, you need to have the right type of annuity. You need to look at them all. And, you know, in our case, a lot more than every year, maybe every couple of years, you look at them to make sure there's not better ones, more cost efficient. Or, th- or new vehicles that are coming out. We're using AI as an example of that. You know, it, it's the cost is being driven down. But again, you need to have the right type of play, in this case, the plan moving forward in your retirement years. Because when we have a down market and, you know, and I'm not a guru on what's going to happen over the next 10 years. I can't see it that far. But I believe we're going to have a kind of the same market we've had a couple of number of years ago where we had a flat market. Yes. Because of what's going on with high interest rates and, you know, seeing what's going on. I mean, 30 year bonds are, you know, it's six, seven, eight percent. And we're seeing that now. And COVID work it at home. So those commercial pieces of real estate, they're end up going someplace that is in your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. So we do our best to be able to put that plan together for the individual with that product. Okay. We're, uh, we're reminding you that it is talk with a purpose every Saturday, nine till noon, WPG talk radio, 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. This is the Joe Yakovich hour. And Joe is here (laughs) to talk to you about your finances. 609-407-1450 is our number. If you have a financial type question for Joe, he's here to answer it for you. 609-407-1450. We're talking uh, annuities today. So tell me, if you're speaking highly of annuities, entering retirement, what are the benefits? And I guess there's many, uh, but talk about some of them. Well, you know, John, the number one is tax deferred. You don't have to pay the tax on it, on the money until you withdraw. It's almost like having a glorified um, Roth IRA. Well, you, you can put as much as you want into these vehicles and never pay tax until you take them out. But we use it as a complement to overall planning. So it's not just the one trick pony we're using it for everything but it has to be part of your overall plan and john there was an article that i actually uh we have actually and on my uh, website which you folks should also take advantage of but we have a, a a movie that we hand to people from time to time when necessary we think it's important but a couple of years ago john it was an interview with a dr babble I hear what I'm about to say to you, because this is really shocking when the first time I heard it that I saw him talk. He's, he's out of Wharton School of Business, so he's not a stupid guy. Before he passed away, John, he discussed why he had chosen to have, you ready for this, 14 annuities for his retirement. And as I read the article, it says, think of of that, a PhD in finance, John, the guy who practically invented derivatives for Goldman Sachs, who designed many of the financial products that were sold even to the end as he was getting ready to retire. He said, and I quote, because of my background, I could understand the complexity of investments availability in retirement. But in the end, it became clear to me that nothing does a good job as an annuity for retiring when you don't know how long you're going to live. Different levels of income to turn on and keep turning on through my whole income strategy until the day I pass. So to me, to me, when I read that and I saw that, 
And this was some years ago. I said, wow, this really gives me even a more of a reason to make sure that you need to have some of your money into a pension type of annuity. Not all annuities work the same. You Like you said, there's ones that people try to trick you into. It's 15 and 18 year surrenders. Or they have bad costs and high fees. No, 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 no. That's not my game. Because I do a lot of different things for the client. And and it's really funny, John, because, you know, besides having fun doing this, you can tell. But when I'm having conversations with people, I try to make it simple for them. Yes. I don't need to be complicated. No reason to be complicated. So having part of your plan with guaranteed income, knowing what you're going to get paid every single month, part of your other money, not the whole thing, remember, but doing it the right way and having ladders of those type of vehicles being spit out, it, it makes your life a lot less stressful. So what you're saying is here, the, the amount of annuity or the financial benefits, I should say, uh, depends on the level of risk associated with that annuity. Correct. Right? Correct. Right. So there's different types and how do you know which one do you fit in? To? Well, we, we do an analysis on somebody's money. We look at what their situations are. We, the first question I, I asked the client, I said, listen, how, how much do you need to, to, to turn the key in your house to keep living the lifestyle that you're accustomed to? And, and people, you know, that's, that's the hardest thing, believe it or not, is giving me a budget. I mean, really, it is. But when you factor in what's happening, and this was where it's scary part, John, because this never came into play for the, my first, I don't know, 35 years. And we've talked about this, you and yeah. I, multi-times called inflation. Now, you think about it. Inflation helps or hurts, I should say, poor people and rich people. If a guy has $10 million at 7% inflation in 10 years, the, the $10 million is now $5 million. So don't kid yourself. It hurts everyone inflation. Yes, it does. I mean, it really does. So now the question is, you need, and we have saw this in all the reports, you're going to need more money to live the lifestyle that you're accustomed to, or you're going to live on less, have less, drive less. And that's a question that you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, what strategy do I have in play right now that will get me through this? And you could live a long time. I mean, this is not a short-term Instrument. This is a strategy among income strategies that you need to derive on how to do this. Not everyone does it. And I'll tell you why, John. You're going to love this. Remember, most of the people in my profession either getting out. They're getting out of town. They're done. I'm retiring. I made my money. I'm going. Other ones, think about it. The young Turks, and I talk to them all the time. I love them dearly. They've never been in a down market. See, they've been living high on the highest wave. Man. They're, they're, they're like surfing in, baby. Look at them. They're up top. They never experience a wipeout. What they just experience is a directional change in the market because of what happened with interest rates. Being suppressed for so long, now it's double digits. You're going to see a lot of mortgage companies go out of business. And people in that business start to go out of business. So don't be fooled. On its glitch here. This is like 2008 all over again. Correct, John. And because of what's going on at all at one time, at one t at one space in my career, I'm like, and I didn't know this. This is how crazy it is. It's been like, it, it kind of, 
the the gates opened up and said, Joe, you are in a situation perfect for what your background has allowed itself to look at over the last 40 years because nothing has happened all at one time. You know, we had high interest rates, low interest rates. We had high markets, low markets. We had all the problems that we've had in the past, tech bubbles. Now we have another housing bubble situation. It just seems like all this has been now a function of what do you do now? Because remember, John, I'm afraid to tell you this number. I'm not a big number guy. I'm a story guy. But listen, 2030, which is, what, seven years away? Are you ready for the number, my friend? Yes. 80 million, with an M, are all going to be over the age of 65. Whoa. So my friend had called up a little earlier and said, you know what? I don't need, uh, why should I pay for kids' education when I don't have any children? Remember that question yes, you got? Yes. Well, don't forget, we're going to be paying for him until he is either in a drawer, in the ground, <laughs> or in somebody's mantelpiece. <laughs> There's a good thing called health insurance. Yeah. You know, yeah. unless he is saving dollar for dollar cash in the account, which most people do not, there's a benefit. The benefit is Medicare, Medi- you know, of that itself, which is going up. You just heard that. And Social Security. So remember what's being paid out. Now he'll say, yep, I paid into it. But think about it. If he lives a long time, did he pay in close to a million dollars into it? Because that's what he's going to get approximately with full life expectancy. So when we're using this strategy, John, we're making sure every component that I can see on the battlefield is addressed. Now, if you say, well, it doesn't matter to me. Okay. We move on to the next thing. But I, it's a checkoff box. Okay, not interested. Not interested in taking care of his family. Not interested in protecting. Not interested in paying more taxes. When you're looking at it from the 30,000-foot view approach that I've taken, and I didn't know this, John DeMazzi, you met me a long time ago, brother. I'm like, and all of a sudden, as evolution took place, us maturity and age-wise, I never saw this coming all at one time. Did you? No. I mean, think about no. it. You know, and so when we hear politics and we and by the way, just to let you know, John, I was with some folks that were from Taiwan, Taiwanese people, super nice people. They're doing business with us. They were in our office the other week. And I had to ask. I really did. I, Cause I like to know how other people think. They just got back for three weeks in Taiwan. I asked them how long it took them to get there. I went, oh, I'm taking that trip. You know, <laughs> yeah. no way. That's a long one. <laughs> and it, you know what they said to me, which is interesting. And I had it and I, and I asked it, you know, cause they're, they're working with me. And I said, how do you feel about this over pressure of China? And it was interesting the conversation they had. And now I'm talking, they were born, they came here. They're, uh, you know, they're U.S. citizens and they went back to visit, but they were concerned, but they were not as concerned, believe it or not, because they are Taiwanese. They are diehard Taiwan. There's no way that China's going to come in and take anything over because they are staunch on believing that Taiwan is a free, free country. So just the way they were talking, you can see, I mean, they were ready to go right there. But it was funny, the conversations I have with people all over the world in my office and having those type of simple conversations with them. Okay, we are coming up on a break, and we're going to talk about the different kinds of annuities after Mm -hmm. the break. Mm -hmm. And Joe will uh, tell us about that. 
609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. It's Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. Yes, it's the Joe Yakovich hour. <laughs> and he is ready to take, take your call, 609-407-1450. We're coming back with more with Joe after these words. Want to save money in these inflationary times? Write this number down, 855-910-1246. 855-910-1246. Text your number to that number, and you'll be part of BF Mazio's Text Message Club, where you'll receive specials and coupons that will save you money. BF Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Gift baskets, catering for all occasions, and more. 601 New Road, Northfield. Online at bfmazio.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is available during the week at 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. jmlfinancialgroup.com. And on his website, you can hear Joe, not only on his podcast, but you can hear him here on when he's on with me on the show. Yeah, I mean, this, this is it's all good. It's, just, it's all well, good. You know, John, I, I on that website, you're going to see some of the new stuff that we put on there. Uh, we not only, you know, because of the podcasting, we also done tremendous <clears throat> amount of lead generation all over the country dealing with, believe it or not, debt for life for free for life and also the annuity conversation I have with people because a lot of folks don't understand how they work. It's pretty complicated. We want to make it simple as possible. I mean, to me, because it is complicated and there's so many different ones, it's like, oh, it's overwhelming. I mean, it really is. I mean, I'll give you an example, John, I, and I hope the people are, are listening. And I'm, I'm coming to the office. This is just yesterday. I do work on Fridays, by the way. I'm just you know that. <laughs> Which I didn't want to, but I had so, to work on Fridays. So do I. Okay. I had to work on Fridays. <laughs> and um, um, I went to see a client. We had to just do some quick things on a particular annuity. We had to make some change. Because you're, again, every year, this is so cool about this, every year I'm able to meet with a person, either in person or in a Zoom call, and I make the appropriate changes in the annuity. So it's not just set it and forget it. I'm actually tweaking it because of certain things. 
in terms of investment portfolios because there is a type of annuities what we use called equity indexes and fixed, which we'll talk about in a couple seconds. But I'm I'm leaving and the and the couple are getting in their car. They don't know me, and they go, "Hey, we just bought our home." I went, so me, they think because I'm I'm located near a Keller Williams, you know, office. They think I'm a real estate agent. And I come out of, you know, I get out of my car going into my, in my office and they go, Oh, I said, so good. And I walk up to him. I says, congratulations. And he said, well, thank you. And they look at me. I guess they don't think or they think who I am, but I'm not the person they thought I was. And I walk <laughs> up to them and I go, um, I have something else I want to talk to you about. Just like this, John. And I said, um, here's my card. This is the most important component of you buying a piece of real estate. And they looked at me, both of them, and I asked them about a few things. Do you believe taxes are going to go up? Do you think, you know, do you think you're saving enough for retirement? Are you protecting this asset? God forbid if something happened to one of you. And he looked at me. And before, seriously, 30 seconds later, they asked me for my card. I told them I want to be on the radio show today. Um, and I explained to them, I said, you need to have some type of life insurance to protect you for any reason whatsoever. Yeah, you're right, because we had to take a loan out for the real estate. Now, it's a whole conversation that we can get them to pay the real estate or the mortgage down faster on our debt for free for life. But that's not the point here. The fact that they were not at least sat down with of buying that piece of real estate, probably financing most of it, but have zero protection against their Biggest asset, that's which is what? That's a problem. Their income, John. Yeah, that's People a don't get that at that's a young a age. Yeah. So they were like, oh, give me your car. And I, we had a little conversation. So for me, John, <laughs> I'm not ready to sell my business. And I'm having too much fun helping people across America. Well, listen, you're just – you. without this, you can't go on the boardwalk and ride your bike and say to people, <laughs> I'm Joe Yakovich. Come on. I do get that. Quite a bit, uh, yeah, it, it's all fun, though. You know Okay. That. I, I want to address one thing. Yes, here. sir. Okay. And that is that your team is very efficient. Mm-hmm. Okay, we you, are. That. You called me up this week and you said, uh, "You know, I'm going away." And, and <laughs> when's my? I already knew two days before. You did? Yes, because your wife informed me. Listen, that you would go, and no. I already had the schedule set up and everything. Blessed. You're there. Oh, uh, am I? Am I? When am I? <laughs> so uh, well, so stay in your lane okay my, but let me tell you what she did and because you mentioned her she did something the other day which even for me i was unaware of you'll love this story we were underwriting matter of fact this this taiwanese couple we were underwriting them for life insurance the husband got approved quickly and the wife it took a little longer and i was wondering why is it taking so long to have this person, fifty, you know, close to sixty years old, have this all this problem because she's in pretty decent shape. And guess what happened, John? You're gonna love this. AI, artificial intelligence, is our underwriter with some of the big insurance companies. They denied her, John, because of the information they picked up was not the information that was on her report, her APS report. Well, guess what happened? Lynn found out about it. She went in. Like a groundhog and, and uncovered the fact that the AI made mistakes and got the case overturned and gave the people super preferred. So 
I'm, I want people to understand you really still need today human touch to make things yeah. work correctly. Oh, I, I think people have gotten away from that. I, I it's agree. sad. And, and, I, and education is one of them. We're not being educated our, our, our students, our children the right way. Think about what's going on here. So I'm a little... I'm you know, I'm not all in with what some of the things that are taking place here in our country. Don't get me started. Don't get me on, started <laughs> on on computers and it used to be you called up a place and somebody answered. Correct. Now it's press one, press two, press three, press mm-hmm. four. Then you press the the number and then press two, press three, press. Uh, forget it. All right. Different types of annuities. How many are there? And you want to take them one at a time, right? Yeah, because everyone, I'll give you the first one, John. There's major different types. There's the the first one we use. This is a low, low um, risk option called the fixed annuity. These are guaranteed interest rates during the the agreement. It's of the investment. Some of the main benefits that I want people to fully understand this because they're could be a short-term play here or a longer-term play. I mean, that because interest rates went up, I can fix a return of 4.5%, for three to five years, guaranteed. Different than a CD, remember. Yes. Because you have to pay tax on both, but one is being compounded, and the other one you have to pay tax at the end of the year. And we sit down to ensure that these folks, part of it, should be understood on how that works. You need to understand financial products, and they're always involving. So that's why I keep on explaining to people. For us, annuities provide, like I mentioned earlier, retirees face an unseen and also a medical cost ongoing and a living expense, John, to exceed their income in the future. So we need to have part of that money sitting to eliminate any of these problems down the road, even like student loans and other debt. So that's a big concern of ours. That's so for the really low uh, option in terms of uh, their risk option for that person, I will implement a fixed annuity. It could be a short term and it could be an annuity that spits money out like the next day if that person wants or doesn't touch it for a couple of years. So I give that person the choice of what they need moving forward on that portion of their money. Is that a good interest rate on that? Four and a half, five percent. Yeah, that's not good. bad right that's now. Good. Yeah, that's you know, good. we're still fighting the fact that, you know, if we do invest the money in the market, and we believe that, you know, like everyone else, we we have the best portfolio managers on the planet. But when you have a declining market, John, regardless if it's going up, because we've been taught. I mean, let's face it, we've been taught putting money into a four hundred one k, an IRA, a Roth, what have you. Well, we've been putting the money in as we are working, our working years. So as the market goes up, market goes down, we don't give it much thought. Okay, we're uh, going to go to the phones for a moment. Sure. Uh, I want to talk to John, your buddy in Ocean City. John, John. A. John A. Hey, what's happening? It's a gorgeous sunny day in Mama America. God bless America. God bless constitutional America. Amen, John. Yeah, I hope you don't get uh, you know, fired up out there. Put a little sunblock <laughs> on. Sunblock today. You hear me? Oh, my gosh, man. I'm just overcoming sunburn. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have a we have a thirty two trillion dollar fiscal trillion dollar fiscal debt. We also have a hundred and sixty two dollar unfunded liability debt. And with these bozos we have looking oh I'm sorry, super geniuses we have looking out for us. <laughs> you know, we better build a submarine for that coming tsunami. You know, there's some fellow he he I the the, the Powerball jackpot's up to six hundred and fifteen million dollars and uh, three hundred and ten million dollars is the cash option. Now some guy over in 
Kentucky had won the Powerball and he took the cash option and he cleared like $49 million. When three years, he was on dead with a heroin needle in his arm <laughs> in one of the warehouses he bought. Yeah, this, this guy, he bought a Learjet. He bought properties in Tahiti, all over the place, Southern California, Southern Florida. My man went nuts. He just he went crazy with the money. He bought a software company, didn't know how to run it. Uh, he bought three Kentucky, Kentucky Derby horses that were all losers. So, yeah, you have to be smart with your money. Now, back in 1978, there was a man named John Todd, and he had the, you know, he had defected from uh, witchcraft. He was a, he was a practicing witch, and he got saved. And he was talking about building retreats, and he says it's going to get real bad. The shadow government really want to ratchet up the chaos. They want to. They want to have. They want to take everything for themselves. That's what's going on. They want to take everything for themselves. And regular people such as us, us profane, we outsiders. We're going to be great. We're going to have to be struggling for our survival. It sucks that it's like that, but we are coming through that point. It's going to happen in this country. But he was talking about building retreats out in wilderness areas, man, where you learn how to hunt and fish and all that. I can't do that. I'm in a power wheelchair. I need to go to the voting booth and make sure my vote counts. But, like, you're a football player at heart. You, you look at the world as a football game. You're in it to win it, not to lose. You go into a football game to win, and that's how life is for you, and that's, and that's what you do. And we have to have alliances, man. We have to have people we trust. So if people come to you for uh, assistance on how to grow their money and protect their money, they're helping you and you're helping them. So it's a mutual uh, thing there. But I'm just saying that, uh, yeah, I'm just saying that a lot of us can't do physical things. We're limited in what we can do. But being smart with our money sounds like a good place to start. Thanks for letting me call in. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. I want to kidnap him. I I told you we're going to go over to his place and he's not going to know we're there. We're not going to. Not, we're not even going to knock on the door. We're going to. We're going to just let ourselves in. And if you. And by the way, John, you won't. There's not a lock unless you got a gun or a German Shepherd. You're going to stop us. But we're going to come in and grab you and put you on the beach with us. Okay. That's right, high noon. I'm, I'm sure he's very happy about that. Oh, he's. I guarantee you. Once he sees us, he knows. Well, he'll know who we are. That's for okay. sure. But he's right though. But he. He. If you think about what John has said though, seriously. You know, John's a smart guy. I, I've been listening to him, and he's a smarter than average human being. So he gets it. I mean, he really does. And it, it and what he says, if you read into what he just said, you know, I, can I sell my business? Absolutely, John. But what would I do? I don't like golf enough, you know. And you're right. Being a sports guy, I'm only as good as my last game. And I don't care if I'll be in this game as long as I can. But if you really get what I do, and I and I'm sure you now, and you get it. You've been listening to me. I really have a problem mentally. I really like to help people. I mean, that's my problem. There's something wrong with me. And don't be saying I want to be a politician. I'm not going to be. (laughs) But I do truly love to see people work with me, John, and really trust me. And I have no, and I mean no jurisdiction. I have to give you A, B, C, D, or E. I'm going to make it, I lay it out for you and let you tell me what you want. If you want this, we're going to customize or find out if that's available to us. But at the end of the day, I can really do that because of technology like we're on today, John Damazzi, forever. I mean, I'm not outside and I'm not doing anything crazy. But at the end of the day, it's really enjoyable when you sit down with people and you look at what they have and you scratch your head and you say to yourself, who did this to you? Or why did you do this? Or was it explained to you? And do you understand what's happening here? And there's the conversations that I kind of roll back that sort of what I call rolling, peeling back the onion mentality. 
I got to see what else did you have. And when you do that, a lot of things you'll be surprised open up. It's amazing. And, and when you're dealing with women, because women are very important in the game, besides, you know, having a wife like myself, but in general, women themselves, they're going to live a long, long time. So we need to set the precedence for the transition of husband and wife, male, female, to live the comfortable life that they're used to. That's kind of what I'm doing with people. That's all. Okay, we're coming up on a break here. It's uh, Joe Yakovich hour, as we like to say here on Talk With a Purpose. <laughs> I'm John DeMassey. Yeah, I'm just a sidekick here on this hour. <laughs> Joe Yakovich is here. 609-407-1450 if you have a financial type question for Joe or you uh, just need some help. 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. Joe Yakovich and I return with more of the show after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, Lexus of AtlanticCity.com. That's LexusOfAtlanticCity.com. Or if you want more information, call 609 641 0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusOfAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon's going to be humid with times of clouds and sun. We've got a thunderstorm hanging out with I-88. A thunderstorm in spots this evening, partly cloudy and humid, low 72. Cloudy, humid tomorrow with a thunderstorm in spots in the morning, followed by a heavy thunderstorm in the afternoon. Could bring some damage, even an isolated tornado, high 86. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose and our guest, Joe Yakovich, of course. Well, he's not really a guest. I mean, he's <laughs> kind of part of the show. You got it, baby. Joe Yakovich is available during the week, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com, jmlfinancialgroup.com. Joe Yakovich always available to you uh, by just calling that number. Yep. And of course, he's here on the show at Talk With a Purpose. It's uh, every Saturday we're here and Joe happens to be here twice a month. And uh, this is one of the, the twices this, this morning. <laughs> you you like, like the way I, I mess up this language? I like that. No, it's a, that's a good word. You, you, say, you make stuff up as you go along. How about Chris? I'm believing it. 1450. Um, we had the we had one type of annuity, right? I'm interested in deferred annuities because I'm thinking the deferred annuity you you may get into like when you have ten years to go for retirement, right? Exactly, John. Is that that perfect? perfect. Okay, you don't need to touch touch the money for at least ten years, so you can continue to defer that payment either months or years or a decade later. In this case, in your case, you know, using this example. 
And if we move that money and we're able to into an immediate annuity, and immediate annuity are often funded by the retirement accounts such as 401K. So we'll actually invest the money into an annuity inside of a 401K to make sure there's no downside. See, what happens is folks don't get this completely. I don't think we have been seasoned. I don't think we've been educated as a group. You know, I think the the bankers and the lenders are schnooking us on what we should buy in terms of mortgages and so forth and how much we give up in uh, interest rate to the mortgage company. So when you look at annuities, I'm, I want the person to spit out that money for the rest of their life that they cannot outlive it. You know, and that's a conversation you can also have and make sure people don't take it, like you said, defer it, defer it. But you understand something, John. You do that purposely because the key benefit, especially in an immediate annuity, that the investors can receive payout almost right away if they wanted to. So they can go to a deferred and eventually switch over to cover any of their living expenses during retirement. And another benefit with when they do move over to the immediate or the ones that are ready to retire in a steady you know, part of your income, they support themselves and meant there's so many different options. You can have a, uh, a regular immediate annuity. You can have a fixed annuity. You can have a variable annuity and variable annuities depend on the market and risk performance of the portfolio. So there's the, there's the risk that if you wanted to take, you could. I personally, I like the equity indexes. I like indexes. They're cost effective. They're, they're really efficient when it comes to pricing because there's no cost or fees related to that. But again, there is some back end, what they call decreasing sales charges. People need to know that up front. I don't have one size fits all. They all pretty much work the same. So we have those discussions. You know, how quickly do you need the money? How long do you need the money? So these are the discussions that they can never, ever lose money, but only make money when the market does well. And if the market crashes or dumps, they get 0%, John. So you protect them on the downside. You had equity index annuity. Yes, sir. Now, what is the index that it's tied to could be tied in listen it could be the john the john fund no i'm just kidding it could be anything it's the s&p 500 it could be the uh voya index it could be a tech index it could be a fixed so you have about a half a dozen indexes inside that annuity and every year on performance, you could say, well, Joe, I want to move some of that money from a uh, the fixed and move it into the tech index. And there's a tech index inside the annuity contract that you can move the dollars accordingly. Every year you can change that. Do so you have to change it every year or can you change it every six months? No, every year is uh, the anniversary. Okay. You have All to right. do it on the anniversary. Sometimes you don't have to change it. Yeah. Like I'm happy. Keep me. What's the interest rate? We just did one, like I said, uh, the other day. And I said, well, what do you want to do? She goes, no, I want to just take a little bit of my fix and put it into the text. I said, okay, sign here. None. We were done. So there's a lot of different type of you know, vehicles that use within the annuity, but we give the client the option. Do you want to take more risk? Do you want to take less risk? Do you want to guarantee? Do you want to just take a deferral? It, it, the choice is that person's when they want the money. If they don't need the money, then let it defer, let defer. So it would seem to me uh, that, that there's a lot of moving parts to this and it would be almost impossible for somebody to do this themselves. Oh, yeah. It's, there's it, so it, many, I, yeah. I mean, absolutely. You're right. 
there's there's enough moving parts where people need to sit down and I make it really simple. I mean, I, it's funny to say that, but I have actually made it where I have a, a graph. Well, on one side of the graph, John, I have banks, insurance company, and government because that's the guaranteed portion of your money. That's the guaranteed places where you can park money. On the other side of the of the paper I have, it's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, variable, all these other, you know, risky situations. And in the middle, I say it's the hybrid. That means I can take, if I wanted to, a portion of the risk and because I can implement it with the annuity because of the guaranteed downside protection, the client can't lose predicated on the downside of the market. Like if you have money in the market, a fund, um, a, you know, an asset allocation portfolio, and the market drops like it has 20, 30, 40%. We'll use this next week called sequels of return or the following week, sequels of return. My question to you, how do you get back to breaking even? And I said this to our viewers a couple of weeks ago, if you lost 50% in the market, which we had just a, a number of years, and you just heard and saw the uh, S&P go down 12%, what do you have to earn to break even? Not 12%. You have to earn, you know, 25 or so percent. Right. Or in 50% range, if you lost 50% in the market, which you've had that happen, right. you're going to earn 100%. So my question becomes, how long would it take you to break even at 100%? And people look at me and they go, man, it might take a long time. Yeah, it's probably 10 to 15 years of breaking even. So there's the question, protecting downside. And at someone's age of 50, 55, they don't want to be Gordon Geckos anymore. Yeah, They want to <laughs> say, you know what? I'm happy getting a decent rate of return. I'll put a little money at risk. I'll make sure my insurances are taken care of to protect myself. God forbid if I'm not a burden on my family or lower taxes or never outliving my money. That's our play. That's our game. That's our conversation with every person we talk to. I mean, it's kind of so for me, it's kind of a kind of a fun time of what's going on. Uh, I want to talk to you after the break about this. Of course. A joint life annuity. Yep. So you'll you'll go through that. Yep. And we'll kind of wrap this discussion up. Talk with the purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. Joe is here and he is uh, talking finances with us, specifically annuities. We got a couple minutes left of the hour. You got some questions, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. We'll come back. Joe and I will come back with more after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. 
The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. Joe Yakovich is available during the week. He is available during the week at 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. And, of course, his website is jmlfinancialgroup.com. jmlfinancialgroup.com is the website. You uh, check them out, and uh, if you call him during the week, and he'll, he'll be happy to meet with you or do a Zoom call or whatever it is. But uh, he'll he'll be happy to meet with you and uh, straighten out your financial situation. Yep. Eight five six seven five one one seven seven one. Let's talk with a purpose here. Saturdays nine till noon. The number here in the studio. A couple minutes left. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. So we were talking about annuities and um, joint. Life annuity. What is that? A joint life annuity, John. And again, this is the another piece of the annuity market. Uh, are an excellent option for retirees with loved ones that they 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 care about. A joint life annuity is based on the life expectancy of two people. So, for example, spouses or partners. This type of annuity arrangement is useful as the client spouse does not have to have a pension, but similar to a pension. Uh, of having this annuity and investment account to support both of themselves. So there's a way to do this. Uh, a single life uh, is better if your client does not have any financial independence. And some of those benefits uh, of a joint lifetime annuity includes financial support for the loved one. So when you're looking at you know the options, what I do with uh, a number of insurance companies, I sit down and say, okay, what, what do we have here? How much money? What are we trying to accomplish? And, and more importantly, again, we're looking at the big picture because right now everybody's been, and I think about what's going on. This is what really, you know, irks me. We've been in an up market for the last, I don't know if people know this, for the last 14 years. Yeah. Showtime is over. I'm just letting right. people know, and, and John made reference to it. I mean, this is a different animal here. And like he said earlier, he said $32 trillion. He seemed to neglect another number. In the next seven years, it's going to project it to go to, are you ready for this number? $55 trillion. Whoa. So when you have, when you have 80 million people coming out of the pipeline, Call the retirees, the boomers, I'm afraid to tell all of you, and you have $55 trillion estimated to be because of interest rates higher. And they're going to talk about hiking that again, 25 bips. At the end of the day, folks, you got to have a plan of action here. You cannot expect to sit on your hands over the next 10 years. And I've seen so many stuff. I go, hold on for a second. Who told you to do this? And I don't understand why. I said, your guy, is he's a good salesman because you're not looking at all the variables. You're not looking at income strategy. If your market goes down, what do you do? Inflation goes up, what do you do? Taxes go up, what do you do? I mean, our country loves, loves debt. People in general, 60% of us, love debt. They cannot, they do not 
have money to pay for cash. Nobody's paying for cash. You're financing it. So if I can do that away and get you to revert from cash and put it back in your own pocket through some of the strategies that we're talking and making them simple. See, John, this is a complicated world we live in. And I try to do my best, seriously, to make it simple. So when people come into me, if you want to get highfalutin and tell me how smart you are about the market and Wall Street, I did that play. And because of my background, and I told you my opening dialogue, I didn't know. I kid you not. I had no idea. I knew I was going to be in this business. What capacity? I had no idea. But because I kept on getting license, like I got another license. I'll give you an example. Are you ready for this? Yeah. You're going to love this. This is a you story. I'm at the gym yesterday working out. And I'm I'm jumping around. I'm doing my thing. And a young guy jumps in front of me. I said, what are you doing? He goes, I'm here. I said, no, you're not. I'm here. I said, <laughs> he goes, oh, oh I can see this. <laughs> I, I, and he's a big dude, but he's not as big as me. And he's a young dude. So I go, I'm getting one more set. You're done. He goes, okay. I said, hold on, but back up. Because I just, you just felt, and it's again at that seven cents. I knew there was something special about the guy. I said, well, you, I said, I said, I appreciate you. Let me jump in. We did, I did a couple. Of I said, well, back up. Before you jump on, where are you from? What do you do? And he goes, I'm, I'm in finance. I just got my degree from college. <laughs> I told him, I said, it's fantastic. He told me where he went to got, just got a job, just got a job. And I'm saying, oh, that's good. Can I make one suggestion to you? He goes, absolutely, sir. Now he's a sir now. Cause I'm just, you know, now I'm on the same level. I said, just to let you know, I'm a 40 year guy and then I gave him a little Joe Yakovich talk. Go make sure you go listen to my radio station. And I said, let me tell you something that no one ever told me. He goes, what? I want you to get all your license. I want you to get your Series 7. I want you to get your 65. I want you to get your life and health. I want you to get your long-term care. I want you to get your disability insurance. I want you to get all the license while you're young and you're good and you're a stud. Don't wait 20 years later and go, I'm going to do this, and you'll never do it. He goes, and as I'm leaving, he must have thanked me, John. I can't tell you how many times. I want to cry because the guy really appreciated the fact that giving back is what I talk about with young people all the time. And that's the only way, only way that this guy is going to not only stay in what he does in the market he's in because of what I shared with him. He could be in his business for the rest of his life. And he probably will. And he probably will. Uh, and that's the beauty of it. All right. Yes, sir. Just to summarize this. Summarize, baby. Annuities. Are they good for everybody? And what type should you pick depending on where you are in the retirement phase or the pre-retirement phase or the post-retirement phase? What should you? I, I think the, the magic number, John, give or take, is about uh, 50, 50, 50 years old, five zero, And that's when you start to buy them. I personally, John, own seven annuities. Um. And I've been buying them every couple of years. So I know eventually I've been deferring. I don't need the money. Eventually I will start to, you know, light up the buttons. I want to take that one. I want to take that one. As I'm doing this, John, think about what's happening. The other ones are doing what? Deferring. Still growing. You follow me? So for me, it's called compound interest, which is the eighth wonder of the world. So for me, and I'm trying to get people to understand it. You got to start earlier 
because you cannot, as I said earlier, if you take a, a beating of a 50% beating or anything less because of the market, the recovery is much longer because of what's taking place today, not 40 years ago, because a lot of folks are still using the same mindset. Oh, oh no, this is going to, I'm still going to go straight up. I'm afraid to tell you. That's not the case, my friend. It's the it's showtime is a little different. That's right. You know. Well, that's going to wrap up another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Joe Yakovich, of course, available during the week, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771. I'm John DeMassey. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer. His usual outstanding job. Outstanding. And thanks to you for listening, because without you, as I always say, we don't have a show. You got it. I'm John DeMassey. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Have a safe, a happy, and a healthy one. We'll talk to you next week. Talk with a purpose. Saturdays, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You take care. The preceding program was paid for and presented by John DeMassey.